Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Gary YouTube from Cultaholic.com and it's time for some more Gary YouTubing, this time in the form of a tier list where we are going to rank Sam Every, Every single, single WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to be here for hours. How are you doing, Sam? I'm not bad, not bad. Uh, finding new ways to cope with the boredom. The hair, obviously. Uh, <laughs> bought some board talk games. Us, talk us through the hair. Talk us through the hair. Uh, so, yeah, just got a bit bored. Thought it'd be funny. And then uh, Steph had bleach and stuff. So, just made it happen. Made it happen. The beard... Get the beard done next week. Got some uh, got some video footage of it as well, so I don't know if it'll be used at any point, but yeah. Well, many people will fap to it. Hit the intro. <laughs> Just clip this in the intro, Sam. Hello everybody, this is Ross from the end of the video and this is Sam from the end of the video. We've changed the order completely from what we discussed right at the start of the video. So if you're going to lose interest at the start of the video, come back to the end because we've sorted everything out. It's all fine. We've did some research and everything. All the best to you. Clip that in, will you? <laughs> so just in case you're brand new here, first of all, what took you so long to get here? And second of all, we have several tiers here. The best, lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, just about bearable. Get in the bin. You know how this works. Every single YouTuber does it. That's why I'm called Gary YouTube. I'm one of them. Bath bombs and that. Sam, we're starting off. We're doing it in order this week. It's oh, going to be fantastic. Oh, thank God. WrestleMania 1. Right, so... This is the big boy, this. This was make or break for the World Wrestling Federation. Vince had to remortgage his house. He had to, to gamble on it. It was just something that was never really done before. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. Is that what you've got to say? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sort of... It's not as bad as considering what it could be like, considering it's the first of a very long-running thing. Uh, the main event is certainly a bit of a star-studded mess, but you know it's all right. It's all right. I tell you what, I watched it no maybe last year at some point, and it hasn't held up at all. It's it's sort of if you bottle it and you're like, okay, you know, for the first go for something that's never really been done before, it's all right. But and it's it's not just the wrestling doesn't hold up; it's the actual like sort of production side of things. You don't really like. 
sort of like there was production errors with uh, Lord Alfred Hayes and stuff like that where he's just stood there he hasn't got a clue what's going on Ow, oh, oh, what's happening yeah. and it's just really awkward stuff like it, that that sort of just it feels it, very like uh, if you ever watch something you remember when they do like uh, like the like Live 8 and they'll be like a hold up of 10 minutes it's like oh, something's gone wrong and they'll just cut to somebody who has to fill 10 minutes time and they're just sat in a studio it was sort of like that I think it adds to the to the overall fun because I mean we've both been backstage at a wrestling show before. It's sort of it is that sort of like, oh god, we need to get like two extra minutes out of this, and we need to do that. And I think it it's it has the frantic spirit of a standard wrestling show running through it, but it's just on such a huge scale that it's mental. And of course, you had you know all the celebrities tied into it. It's a it's a big one. Any any matches on the cards stand out for you in your mind? Can you run them down? Because it's been a while. Ooh, just oh, I've got them all right here. We've got Tito Santana defeating the Executioner. Yeah. King Kong Bundy de- uh, defeating Special Delivery Jones. Ricky Steamboat defeating Mad Bourne. Pre-Dark the Clown, it looks like. Of course Ooh. it was. Brutus Beefcake uh, versus David Sammartino with his daddy. That ended in a double disqualification. Junkyard Dog defeated Greg Valentine. Uh, that was via Countout. Uh, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Defeated the US Express, which is Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda. Uh, Andre the Giant defeated Big John Studd. Career versus $15,000 Body Slam <laughs> Challenge. Uh, Wendy Richter defeated Lilani Kai. And then the main event was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T defeating Owen Dolph and Roddy Piper. I mean, and my, my abiding memory is obviously Muhammad Ali and Liberace and all the guests they had. But it was Piper and Mr. T. Papa! 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 <laughs> so like yeah you had Piper Mr. T and the the only other one that really stands out to me going back through it is Wendy Richter because obviously you had Cindy Lauper and all of that tied in but yeah. it's yeah the main event's weird because uh, I don't think Roddy Piper liked Mr. T very much I think Mr. T liked Roddy Piper um, I know that on the day um, Mr. T threatened to walk out like he wasn't going to do it because they wouldn't allow his like Entourage backstage, yeah. so Hulk Hogan had to go and like grease the wheels a bit and get them backstage so that the match could go ahead. I know that like Piper was a, a Golden Gloves level boxer as well; like he could legitimately knock you out. So I don't know if it was like just a sort of a tough guy rep thing or whether there was something else going on there, but uh, it was weird that Mister T almost just did one after doing Saturday Night Live and all of the press the night before. Yeah, um, we're in a weird predicament here because obviously the impact is we probably oh, wouldn't be momentous. Yeah, we wouldn't. We might not be sat here today They're speaking not about industry. wrestling. They're yeah. not being industry. If WrestleMania one failed, so yeah. I think, but I think we've got to put that to one side because we've done contextual stuff in these tier lists before, and people crap on us. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, are we going to just judge them by the, the in a, merit in a of vacuum? Cards? Right. Exactly. Yes. So I reckon at WrestleMania one. Rose-tinted spectacles, just looking back at the names yeah. on the card. And yes, the production errors are quite endearing. Just about bearable, I'll suggest, because it hasn't held up at all. I was going to say, it's got to be in, like, bottom of all right or just about bearable. I think just about bearable because there are only really two, maybe three, if you count Matt Ball and Steamboat. There are only, like, two or three matches on the card where you're like, ooh, like, you'd want to see it. Like, the main event in a sort of car crash way, because it's like Mr. T, but, like... The others, it's there's not really anything from it where it's like era defining. I don't think, except from you know, if you're going to count things like Cindy Lauper and Wendy Richter and 
things like yeah. that. So then we're moving on, Sam. What comes after one? It's <laughs> number two. It's only two. <laughs> it's only number two. So this, of course, was the one that was held in three different locations. Oh. What are your abiding memories of WrestleMania 2? Uh, I've only watched it through as an adult, I think, once, because it's just a ball ache. It's just like I couldn't even imagine what it must have been like being in one of those venues. Like mm-hmm. it must have been like being at Raw Twenty Five, but before they even had big screens. Like I, I don't. I think they put on like dark matches and stuff. But like the idea is, is you know, it's meritable. Like the idea that Vince is like we're going to take over three cities. It's cool, but after. <laughs> Like, you know, WrestleMania 1 wasn't exactly like a marvel of television production. Uh, You can't really just take such a massive step. Vince could do anything he wants, Sam. But he he essentially turned himself into the Premier League, if you think about it, because he had three events running at the same time, three different cities, and tried to cover them all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my... I'm just looking down the card here, and the only thing that sticks out to me, obviously we're riffing off the top of our heads here today, the only thing that sticks out to me is the the steel cage match, the the main event of the third, well, one of the locations, Hogan defeats King Kong Bundy, who was with Bobby Heenan, that's the only thing I can remember from the card. It's always the lasting image in it, it's like, I think it's even in the thumbnail on, uh, uh, like, that they use whenever it's not just the logo, it's often Mm -hmm. just Hogan and... Bundy, but uh, the only other match that could have been interesting was Ricky Steamboat versus Hernandez because that was supposed to be Steamboat versus Brett. Apparently, that would have been interesting because that would have really? been Brett coming out like so much earlier than he did as like a technical star because him and Steamboat could have gone like for miles. Because Brett was in the uh, the Battle Royal, wasn't he? Yeah, he was bumped to the Battle Royal, so he was supposed to be facing Steamboat. Was told he was facing Steamboat. Prepped for a match with Steamboat. Was super excited about it, and then they went, Nah, mate. <laughs> but hey, I think I don't know what it is. I need. I have. I've got to be honest. I haven't seen WrestleMania two, all three and like all three shows yeah. all the way through. So I don't know what to really say here. I'm going to leave this one up to you. I'm going to suggest it goes just about bearable, just because nothing really it's, sticks out. Yeah, in the, I, in the mind. I, if you gave me one and two and asked me to choose, I'd choose one. So I'd, I'd say it goes in just about bearable. With just one. about bearable. So then we're moving on, Sam, to WrestleMania three, which oh. I think is. Probably the best WrestleMania that we've talked about so far. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> and you forget, you know, the, the, the millions and millions of people that fit inside of the, the Silverdome, brother. Aye. How many was it officially, which wasn't a, lot, a complete lie? Oh, hold on. 93,173. I think that's the number they... Yeah, that's the out. lie. Uh, it was more like 80s. Seventy-eight, I think it was. I think so the top theirs, is, theirs is ninety-three thousand one hundred seventy-three, uh, and exciting stuff here. Yeah, I know it's, it's crazy. I'm just gonna have a quick look. Uh, Melter claims it's around seventy-eight thousand. Yeah. So, well, do we believe Dave Meltzer? I've got no I know, idea. I know that it will have been heavily papered because, I mean, you know, a lot of big shows are. Just give out as many tickets as you can to get the house as full as possible. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, it's, we look back at the WrestleMania 3 card, obviously the big hits stand out, don't they? You've got Hogan versus Andre, that iconic standoff. You've got Ricky Steamboat versus Randy oh. Savage. The bloody rings carrying the wrestlers down to the ring. Yeah, that is one of my cuts. highlights in WrestleMania history. It's There's so much to them, like about this show. Carrying them away as well. Is it three where they carry them away in them as well? 
It's that yeah. iconic shot where Andre's and lost and him and Hina are just like, ah, oh, Yeah, no. devastated, and they slowly fade into the black as they go yeah. uh, to the door. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the other thing with three is that um, in American sports, they do this thing called blackout, where if, say, there's uh, like a big sports event on in your city and they really want everybody to be there, they'll just block it on TV. Oh. So that the only way to see it is to go. And wouldn't you know it, that's what Vince did for WrestleMania 3. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bloody hell. Imagine if you couldn't afford it. How much of a kick in the dick that would have oh, been. Oh, I know. It must have sucked. Like, it must have been awful. And then but you... any other... Sorry, carry on. I was going to... You were about to say if there were any other moments from 3. Obviously, the, the oh, body yeah. slam. Um, the body slam that apparently was preceded by 14 bottles of wine, I think. Andre had just come back off back surgery here, hadn't he? Yeah, uh, he'd been recuperating probably. or living with Vince, I think, for about six months to a year, um, and apparently before he went out, yeah, it was fourteen bottles of wine. I mean, that's now for him. No, it's now. It's, it's probably there was like, that thing. What? How many cans did he have in one sitting? It, that famous. It was one, three it? figures, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Ridiculous, man. Anyway, WrestleMania three. I'm going to suggest Sam goes in lovely 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 I think it's a straightforward you know like you can put that on and, and at least get a kick out of every other match yeah. and, and and like a couple of the matches as we've said are sort of you know proper engaging iconic I mean when when Andre Hogan spills to the floor I still always I'm like the, yeah the, and then when Butch when Butch Reed takes on Coco Beware I'm much, very much the same <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're going on to WrestleMania 4 now, which is that one with the old bloody uh, the championship tournament thing yes. won by Randy Savage, of course. Randy Savage worked four times, I think, that night, which yeah, I, I still six, think is a, is a 16 record. matches. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one with Lord Alfred Hayes breaking down the rules? I'm sure it, would... or is that King of the Ring? There's a one with Lord Alfred Hayes where he's breaking down tournament rules and he's like trying to explain you know, elimination tournament, how it works, so the winner advances. That's all you need to say, the winner advances until there's like both branches come together and you have your final match. And he's like, and so if if this man was to win and he reaches over and there's like a Velcro name and it'll say like King Kong Bundy, he's like, he would go forward and he would face the winner of this match, which could be and then he just he just kept <laughs> explaining it over and over like we didn't know what like a tournament was and how it worked. It was yeah. so good. But it, it's Mental that they did a one-night tournament at Mania. It must have been exciting at the time because it wasn't really the done thing. Uh, and now we're spoiled for tournaments, I think. But Yeah, when did, when did King of the Rings start? It uh, must have been after this. Yeah, I think it was It was surely late 80s. Um, where are we? Anything jumping out off the card to you? Know, like, if you just look at the names? Hold on, let's have a quick look. I'm not as prepared as you, Ross. Uh, oh, just to peel back the curtain a bit, just go on Wikipedia, just type in WrestleMania, then they've got them all there, just they're all linked. Then just click on each individual one, Sam. Oh, and then just, there you go, what, there's the full card. Right. So <laughs> we have uh, Bad News Brown, Bret Hart, in the Battle Royal. You had. Don't run through all of them because we'll be no, here all day. I'm just trying to see if there's any names <laughs> that are sticking out. Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude. Yeah, that was a good one because obviously Rick Rude had his wife's. Yeah. Face on his ass and what that. What's the name like, again? Was on, it, is on it the tights, not like Cheryl, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cheryl Cool. Um, it's just, it's it's the main event, just that scene, because everyone thought DiBiase was going to win, didn't they? And then all of a sudden, whoops, Macho I Man's think, there. Was DiBiase not supposed to win it, or was he, I think he was originally pitched to win it. 
I think there was something like that. Yeah. There's some story like that I've seen somewhere before. But it, it just seems like it's sort of this WrestleMania is less about the quality of matches; it's more about the spectacle of the tournament and mm. the drama of the fact that Savage has had to work four times, and it's like with each match as he's getting more and more knocks, and the people really want him to win. And uh, I think it's sort of it's interesting, but I, I don't think it makes for a memorable Mania. No, would you say? Again, this is a WrestleMania I haven't seen all the way through. I've seen certain highlights and whatnot. But off the top of your head, does it feel like it's better than one and two? Yeah. I imagine it would do there with seems, the tournament There aspect. seems to be more um, more like range on the, the, the matches themselves. There seems to be more like something for everybody. But I, genuinely, I, I don't really remember much of this WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, and that's sort of the lasting thing, isn't it? It's like if there's nothing that's standing out to you, no. then unfortunately, <laughs> we'll go bearable just for now, yeah. and then we might we might move it down it. And then we move on to WrestleMania Five, of course, where the Mega Powers implode, brother. E- e- explode. Is it explode? Is it? E- I thought it was explode. I've got no. I always thought it was explode, but then I, rem- I think I remember yeah, reading it. It's, it's explode. It's explode. It's explode. It says it on the poster. Shut up, Ross. You know nothing about wrestling. <laughs> the thing is, it sounds like I was like, "Oh God, no!" Been <laughs> <laughs> um, saying explode for all these years. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I had this similar moment, but time ago. Ah, shut up, Ross. Anyway, apart from that, what's sticking out on this card for you? Um, bad news. Brown versus Jim Duggan for sure. Obviously. There you got Brain Busters in action. You've got, hold on, Mr. Perfect versus Owen Hart. Mm. What Blue Blazer? Um, what else you got? It's, oh Jake versus Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course the match that everybody paid to see, Hercules versus King Haku. I'll not have a bad word said about Hercules. <laughs> That's the original H H brother. That's the only Hulk has to, has to like pay to lease those two little initials. <laughs> um, but I apart I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, apart from Hogan and Savage, now it's sticking out to me no, in terms of like something that triggers a memory from back in the day that you think, Oh, I had a great time watching that. It's, no doubt there was some fantastic moments, but you know super cartoony when you look at it. It's like you're, yeah. you're looking down and it's like you can just see the colours and you can see it all like in your head like everything's so so like retro WWE but yeah aside from the main event which is what this whole event's about it's right on the poster it's the only real marketing Um, I remember reading about this one as well with Vince Um, Vince didn't want this to go out on satellite and it took Trump convincing him because Vince was like if it goes out on satellite people will put it on in bars and that's less overall buys. Yeah. Trump was like, yeah, but it'll mean more exposure. And they had this huge argument. And I think Trump came out publicly saying it was going to be broadcast just to sort of <laughs> screw with him. But and I mean, now, he's, now he's working again with the, what did he call him last week? The great Vince McMahon or something like that. Yeah. Um, amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? And then you've got, yeah, Hogan versus Savage at the centre of it. You know, it's the biggest, <clears throat> biggest feud, I guess that the world had seen at that time. And I'll tell you what, even though it only went for eight minutes, the Twin Towers, which of course was Akeem and Big Boss Man, defeating the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty United, is a match I want to see. It just seems like it would be a hoot. 
But anyway, WrestleMania <laughs> five. I'm gonna. Are we going just about bearable again? I can't. You know, nothing's I jumping think, out of me here. Yeah. I'd, I'd say though, because the main event matters so much. It well, it is just a one match card, really. Yeah. Isn't it? I'm just trying to think. Does that main event warrant it going up? But it didn't what, for into, others. Into, into all right territory. Yeah, it didn't for others though, did it? I've put it in all right. I could move it down. I don't know what you want to do, Sam. I think put it in bearable for now, and we'll move up. We'll move up. We'll move up later. Who knows what might happen here. On this tier list yeah. thing, we move on to WrestleMania 6, which, of course, had that there main event with two titles on the line. Ultimate Warrior's crowning achievement of his career, probably? Uh, yeah, up to it's this point, to be. sure. Probably he was Intercontinental Champion, Hogan was the World Heavyweight Champion, Warrior goes home with both the titles. The iconic Anything shot of was... him, like, stood with the belts hanging down behind him and he's just chewing gum, like... like Is anything else weird. apart from uh, Bad News Brown versus Roddy Piper? And if you know why that stands out in my mind, good for you. I'm not going to say why. <laughs> Piper yeah, had that's... some paint, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, he also couldn't get it off after he was done. Apparently he walked through the through yeah. an airport like that. There was apparently this bottle of chemical that would strip it all off without harming his skin. Uh, and somebody, when he took the lid off and he was applying it, somebody had like knocked it by accident coming into the locker room. And it all went all over the floor except for the tiniest bit at the bottom of the bottle. So he just <laughs> poured it over his face, got as much off as he could. And his hand was still like one entire side of his body except for his face. Pretty much. <clears throat> Um, um, what else but for is me, there, the got... other match that, apart from those two, that stand out for me is Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire defeating Queen Sherry and Randy Savage. Yes, I watched this pre recently. What a hoot! Everyone loves some fat dancing people. It's dusty, isn't it? But like, I mean, the the matches just were always so much fun to watch, regardless of the outcome. Regardless, it was, and yeah, it, it's like a cruel fall from grace depending on where you stand with Dusty in the WWF and what you believe and whether it was all done to embarrass him and all of this stuff like he still made the most of it and it was still fantastic mm. uh, the other thing you've got here as well is uh, the genius Lanny Poffo having his hair cut mm-hmm. and he didn't know that it was going to happen did he not? no so they got backstage and apparently Randy Savage his older brother got very angry <laughs> there was like <laughs> heat and it had to be dealt with but I think he was, he'd had a run in. I think more like recently, he might have been at the Rumble before. Like he'd, he'd had his hair snipped or something. Um, and it was like a, you know, he escaped with his hair. And then I think he thought that was going to happen again, but no. <laughs> Out with the Bloody shoes. Hell. <laughs> what a shame. So, where on this tier list is uh, WrestleMania 6 standing out for you? Which tier are we going for? Hold on. Let's have a quick way up of the card. You've got Demolition versus Colossal Connection. Oh, Earthquake. Yes. Everyone loves a bit of John Tenter. <laughs> I love how many people he even managed. It was the best. Um, again, yeah, it, he almost had a family. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things where it's like... It's so of the time. And again, I feel like... Back then, you would build a whole card around one match. So I think this is why we're seeing so much of this. Mm-hmm. It would be really heavily promoted to be a match. Like all the posters so far have been one match. Like there hasn't been like a big group shot yet. 
I'll tell you what's sticking out to me. It's just the length. Obviously, we know this is true, but the length of the undercard matches back in the day. Yeah. We've got 3 minutes 51, 9 minutes 30, 4.52, 7.48, 6.48, 19 seconds, 43, 7.52, 7.38, 4.15, 11.50, 1.49, 3.59. And then, Hogan working there. 22 minutes 51 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously we've all seen it before, but if you were going to say it, one thing about Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, you would say it's over and done with very, very well, quickly. Well, this is surely. it. It's like, this is surely <laughs> going to be a belt to belt. No, sorry, a curtain to curtain time. Because Hogan comes down and gives it this for nine years. <laughs> like, there's no way he worked nearly 23 minutes, either of them. <laughs> there would have been a lot of standing down, a lot of iconic camera bull moments. Yeah. Anyway, WrestleMania 6, where do you think? Oh... These early ones are hard to rank, aren't they? Yeah. I think we're going to end up coming back to these and moving them quite a lot. Should I just put it in bearable and we'll come back to it later? Yeah, I think put all the ones sort of that we can't decide on in bearable and we'll move from there. Well, then we'll move from there. People are going radio right yeah, in the comments down below. in the comments right now. Yeah, but what's new? Anyway, moving on to WrestleMania 7. Uh, we have Hogan versus Bloody Sergeant Slaughter, that no good fraud man. Yes. Oh. So, in the main event. Uh, I should double check something. Yeah, so this was the WrestleMania that was supposed to be held in the Los Angeles Coliseum. Uh, and it was right during the Sergeant Slaughter uh, sympathizer angle. Uh, and he was receiving death threats a lot. Uh, he was receiving bomb threats and stuff. But they, they received a bomb threat for Mania. And so they moved venue. That's the story. But the story apparently is that the well, the LA Coliseum could apparently hold around a hundred thousand people for live wrestling. They'd sold sixteen thousand tickets. Um, TNA, TNA. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's it got shifted pretty quickly, and they used a bomb threat as an excuse apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, that seems a bit weak because obviously with the angle that was going on, and obviously the the. The, the times that were happening back then. Yeah. That's weird that we only sell 16,000 for a match like this. Yeah, and the thing is, like, this this feud was great. Like, I mean, it was so good. People were so angry. Because I think this is after Sarge had gone away and done um, G.I. Joe. Completely forgot G.I. Joe there. Uh, yeah, so he... I mean, there was only 16,158 people in total for this mm. event. But... Yeah, like, he turned his back on America, and it was, like, the heat, man. The heat. When you go back and watch those promos, and he's just... He's there with Adnan, and it's it's just... Like, he's just roping him in. Just roping really him in. Really real feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, there's more matches sticking out to me here. Obviously, you've got Undertaker's WrestleMania debut defeating Jimmy Snooker. Ultimate Warrior defeating Savage in that retirement match that sent Savage back to commentary. Yeah. Ah, the old man who definitely wasn't as old as some people are who are wrestling today are. Um, what else have we got? There was something else that was sticking out to me. Obviously, oh, God, it's the Mountie versus Tito Santana. Yes. One minute 21 of absolute liquid wrestling. We've also I think got... We've got Sorry, go on. Then. I was going to say, we've also got uh, Jinichiro Tenru and uh, Koji Katao against Demolition, which is just a nice little... Spice that in there. Big, is WrestleMania 7 alright? I think WrestleMania 7's a pretty solid card. Look at it. It is a pretty solid card when you look at the matches that happened. Well, some of them anyway. This It feels more like they're, they're moving away from 
just that sort of like one match thing. I, I don't know if it's because maybe the Hogan. I mean, it's right on the poster, but maybe the Hogan slaughter stuff was so hot they maybe didn't want to focus too much on it. Maybe they were just devoting more time to storytelling, but it just feels like there's more on this card than there's been on any other WrestleMania card yet. Yeah, it's just amazing how, like, Warrior is, like, the fall from grace there. He's the eighth match on a 15-match card there. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, anyway, crazy. why 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 do you reckon for WrestleMania seven? Uh, you got Roberts Martel, Undertaker versus Snooker. This was Undertaker's first WrestleMania. This is the first match in the streak. Yep. Um, I think this goes in all right. You know, I, I was edging towards all right. I guess we'll we'll come back to that at a later date. Anyway, WrestleMania eight, which is known for me anyway, by the big bloody neon ramp thing. I love that big beat. You know, it's just like it's a tiny neon. It's the the raw entrance way oh, from the, back in the, the day. One, it's in it's the middle the, of the, the massive, dog leg. Yeah, yeah, in the massive arena. I just love that little stage. It's thing. like the wide shot. It's like hidden in the crowd. It's crazy. Hill, uh, sorry, Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice in the main event where somebody missed their cue. Yes, so uh, <laughs> it's just how he runs down. He's like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Elsewhere, yeah, where else have we looked on the car? We've got uh, Shawn Michaels defeating Tito Santana, The Undertaker this time beating Jake Roberts, uh, Bret Hart defeating Piper, which I think was maybe Piper's best match of his career, or was this a disappointing one? No, the disappointment was the 94 one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, you had Savage Flair as well with Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. 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 So then obviously you've got Savage defeating Flair when everybody wanted and thought we were going to go with Flair Hogan and then Savage against Sid, I guess. Was that yeah. the proposed match for Savage? I think. It must have been. Yeah. I just, yeah, in my mind, they always just sort of swept them around, didn't they? Yeah. Um, where else are we going here? And then Owen Hart defeated Skinner, which is a match I had no idea ever happened. Yeah. All that popped in, I've been watching too much Simpsons. It was the, they call him Skinner, faster than lightning. <laughs> but I think, yeah. Where, I th- is it all right or is it... It's all right, isn't it? Is it all right? It's... Bret Hart versus Piper stands out. The main event... For more, for probably the wrong reason, really, that stands out as well. Just because, obviously, Papa Shango missed his cue. Oh, just right at the end. How good, um, though, How good. Anything? Want anything else stand out for you? It's. What? <coughs> <coughs> oh. Other than Taker Roberts, with it being the first match of the streak, it's sort of. Uh... You got your nails painted as well. You are. You got your nails painted as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of time going on. Bloody hell! It's all happening here. I know. There's <laughs> only so many ways to kill the few hours between work and work. <laughs> Sleep takes them about half of that. Uh, the the thing like it, it's it's monumental for the Undertaker thing. You've got probably a pretty decent match in Shawn Michaels, Tito Santana, but I'd argue there's matches that we've put sorry matches uh, WrestleManias that we've put in like bearable that are possibly better than this. Yeah. We'll go bearable, and then we're going to have to, we'll have to sort this bearable to, thing yeah, out so later. Don't, don't kill us, everybody at home. We're putting yeah, we're gonna these sort all bearable, the end. we're going to go through them again at the end. And then we're moving on to the granddaddy of them all. It's WrestleMania 9. 
We have to put this in the bin, Sam. As a really? pure... <laughs> I would I would argue that this is potentially the first, like, not great as in good, great as in, like, spectacle. Like, this is the first WrestleMania that feels like WrestleMania. Like, how we know it today. Where it's all ridiculous and blown up and there's sparks and there's themes and there's all sorts. It's a weird conundrum because I absolutely love WrestleMania 9 for all of the... The naff, the pageantry show, and the yeah, cheesiness, the pageantry and, and all that yeah. stuff. Bobby Heaton on the camel and all. Jim Ross in the toga. I'm all oh, for that. JR's but, debut as well, putting him in a yeah. toga. Oh. <laughs> Finkus <laughs> Maximus and all that crap. Yeah. Utter nonsense. Um, obviously, the stuff with the main event pisses us off as well, but that's besides the point. But we're sat here ranking these WrestleManias in a tier in terms of one being better than the other. Can we just put rose tinted glasses above our professional opinion as wrestling journalists, Sam? I don't know. You had the Doink the Clown moment. That was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, you got the Steiners match against the Head Shrinkers, which was great. That was when they did that <laughs> thing. Was it Scott Steiner came off the top rope and did like a, a thing where someone was on somebody's shoulders? A that sunset. was the match. Yeah, maybe something like that. I can't remember. Oh, no, no, you're talking about like the electric chair. Yeah. Yeah. You got Money Inc., which ain't, ain't that great. Money Inc. versus the Mega Maniacs. Um, Lex Luger against Perfect. Taker versus Giant Gonzalez, which is by far and away. I mean, we've already rated this, haven't we? We've already tiered it. Like, by far and away, the worst Undertaker WrestleMania match yeah. of all time. Um, Yokozuna versus Bret Hart. Bret only found out the day before that Yoko was going over. So, I Did guess. He? Yeah, so, well, apparently, I think it's according to Bret. I think it's in his book. Uh, I just did some sort of Googling around and found some stuff. But, uh, yeah, apparently Brett only found out the night before he was going to drop it, which means that the Hogan thing must have been pretty last minute. But that ending just takes any, oh, any yeah. good graces that that WrestleMania had, like here in a ball, and he just, <laughs> just bats it away. What's that thing? Hogan there <laughs> in his black eye and no Tash just going... Like, nah. Well, he did, he did that on a... What was he doing? He did on a bloody... Um, what did he do on the sea? What do you call them? Jet uh, ski. Jet ski. That's what I'm looking for. It's That's either that. It's either there. that or, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely not Randy Savage punching him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's what Bruce E.P. used to say back in the day, wasn't it? Before something to wrestle with died on its arse. Ah, yeah, I'm still sour about I that. I like it now, still. Do you? I think oh, it doesn't go quite as in-depth as it once did because, you know, there's only so many people you can annoy. But, I, I you know, I still listen to it. I've started listening more to the um, the Good Brothers podcast, though, uh, Talking Shop. I need to start listening to that. It's, Luke Gallows, especially, seems to be losing the plot on Instagram. Yeah, you can, the you can, get, them, you can get them watched pretty quickly as well because they're only about half hour long. So, are they? Yeah, they're oh, good, nice. like, just quick listens. They are funny, though. But I remember anyway. they did <laughs> Yeah, let's be on WrestleMania 9. Hogan must pose is where I was going with that. That's with the old saying back in the day. Hogan yeah. must pose. And that's what we got at WrestleMania 9 via some absolute bollocks. But where do you reckon we should put WrestleMania 9, Sam? Right, taking the rose-tinted glasses off and looking at it purely from an in-ring point of view. That's what we've got to do, isn't it, unfortunately, in this tier right? When we're comparing WrestleMania that's, against yeah, WrestleMania. That's the thing, it's like, as much as I love Undertaker coming out on the little chariot with the, the Raven or whatever as the Vulture... Uh, like and as much as I loved you know that sort of outside this is the first ever outdoor mania as well it took them nine manias to do that which is mental yeah. uh, like really surprised at that but it, it, the spectacle and everything's amazing but in the ring it's a bit poo yeah 
a bit, think, it was a bit of an understatement. I think it does belong in the Do bin. Do we go bin? I love it's it's a mercy killing. It's like that old dog. Yeah, it's like old yellow. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to put it down. <laughs> anyway, moving on to WrestleMania 10. Two matches for me stand out here. Obviously, Brett versus Owen in the yeah. opener with the suicide cam and all the mad based yes. unbelievableness, if that's even a word. And then the ladder match between Razor and Michaels. Yeah, uh, the ladder match went super long as well. It ended up costing Bob Holly his WrestleMania moment. A young Bob Holly. Oh, there no. A, there was a 10-man tag match that got bumped because of that match going long. And oh, no. Savage apparently got hot at them backstage for it. Uh, you've also got Earthquake versus Adam Bomb, which you know is probably a bit poo, but I love John Tenter to pieces. Uh, <laughs> Batman, Why, Sam? Is Bat- it the skullet? <laughs> I love him because like he was just class anyway. But you know when you think back to John Tenter and you think of this fifty-eight-year-old man, he was he actually was like, like tw- twenty-three. <laughs> King Kong Bundy had that effect on me as yeah. well. You think, bloody hell, he's an old fella, isn't he? But he wasn't when he was wrestling Hogan in yeah. that cage. I'm sure he was in his mid-20s or it something was, like that. When, when John Tenter died, it was like he was like 42. I was like, what? Like, yeah. are you serious? That's one, that's so sad too. I thought he was like already like 50, 60 easily. But uh, you had Yokozuna defeat Luger. Randy Savage versus Crush was not... I didn't like that. Nah, it, but Crush was just sort of... Was this the time where Crush was just spiralling? Crush was doing crush things. Which which year is this? This is ninety four, right? Four. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is around the time. Is this not around the time where they had like Kona Crush and they had like Crush went through about four gimmicks in in about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was just sort of they didn't know what to do with them. He was sort of getting over his Kona Crush, I think, and then it just didn't pan out. Um, uh, I'll give anything with Bam Bam in it a watch. But yeah. It's it's not really. I mean, you've got like some great matches peppered in. This this is starting to feel more like a modern mania. It's yeah. just that the matches that are peppered in feature like some of the same people, which is weird. But I think for Owen and Brett alone, and then Brett Yoko alone, and Razor Michaels. Michaels alone, uh, this this could go into uh, above above a mess situation here, Ross. I reckon. Yeah, I was gonna say top of all right or bottom of lovely. Cause I think that the bad is, you know, it's bad. Yeah. But the good is also very, very good. It's a, it's sort of the first. Nah, it's definitely the first WrestleMania where there was more than one very good match. Yeah. Well, this is. Well, I think that's fair to say. And the poster itself didn't feature anything but an X. Uh, it was obviously the tenth anniversary. They made a big deal of it. Well, not tenth anniversary, but the tenth installment. They made a very big deal of it. Yeah. They were back in the garden for it. Yeah, that beautiful little entrance way, uh, and yeah, I think it's it sort of it felt more like a modern mania, as I said. I think this top of all right, bottom of lovely, lovely. I've gone top of all right just to be, yeah, you know, conservative. Just, don't want to go too yeah, far. Don't want to go ham. Not at this stage. <laughs> we can always adjust things later. So then we're moving on to WrestleMania 11, Sam, and oh god, oh no, oh dear. Obviously, the main, obviously the 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 the, the match to write home about is Diesel versus Shawn Michaels, where Pamela Anderson yes. was there. Uh, she was she, there. As she well. looked thrilled to be there as well. Yeah, she was. She was um, uh, obviously a, a prize at the Royal Rumble. Yes, um, she, I forgot that she was a prize. That was, that was something that actually <laughs> happened. Uh, you had Brett versus Backlund in an I Quit match, which I think, from a technical standpoint, must have been great. I can't remember it. 
But I think I, from I, a technical I was going to say the exact same thing. Great. You would, you would think. Bret Hart versus Bob Blackland in 1995 would have yeah. been something that would be talked about until now, but it doesn't, does it? Because this it is, must have been crap. This is what, like, this is Backlund's 30th year in the business, or 30th, yeah. like, 30th, de- well, third decade, sorry. I mean, my brain just farted there. I was like, 30th decade. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Backlund's been around a lot longer. He, he's worked, like, a, a more conservative style, like the old boys, so him and Bret must have been great. But LT Bam Bam was actually all right, you know, for a celebrity match. Right, yeah. like, and, and LT got really into it. I think there was talks of them actually not signing him like signing him, but giving him sort of like a a, a bit of exposure with it and letting him actually compete. Um, Taker Bundy, I remember, being Why? all right. <laughs> was it all right or was it crap? I thought it was a bit... I thought... <laughs> you thought it was a bit. What's it? I can't remember. I remember the baseball referee being involved. Oh yeah, Larry, so the the, yeah. the strike that was going on at the time. Yes, uh, <laughs> I. It's like is WrestleMania. Like ah, oh, I don't know. It's a hard card this one because, as I said, LT Bam Bam's pretty good. Diesel Sean is. Alright, but it's it's a bit strange. Um, Brett Backlund must have been alright, but might not have been. Owen Yoko against the Smoking Guns. That sounds like it would be alright. I yeah. can't remember this card at all. I've, I've, this is another one I've, I definitely haven't yeah, seen all the way through. It's one of the things where I, I, I can remember watching, but I can't remember like retaining much. <laughs> yeah. Ramon wonder, versus Jarrett might have been alright, but... How many people have... I need to know this in the comments down below. How many people have legitimately watched every single WrestleMania all the way through? Because I certainly haven't, and it's my job. There are there are <laughs> probably about five that I've never sat down to try and watch. Like, I've, I've just sort of watched bits from. But yeah. I, I'm, like, a chewer at one point, because I used to have a lot of tapes... And like recordings and stuff, where I'd sit at home. Like when I was younger, I definitely I'd just sit and chain watch stuff. But again, it's it's like I think knowing that I've seen this before and knowing that I haven't really retained much of it suggests mm-hmm. to me that this is maybe just all right. I would, yeah. Is it worse than? Maybe, is it just about bearable? I think bearable. <laughs> again, I think there might be cards in just about bearable that are better than this. Yeah, the top of bearable will yeah. go. And then we'll move on, Sam, to WrestleMania 12 in 1996, which I personally remember not for Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, but, of course, the match everybody wants to talk about, the Ultimate Warrior ending Hunter Hearst Helmsley before he even began. Well, this is, uh, this is punishment, isn't it? <laughs> this is punishment for the curtain call. So. It's so good. Obviously, we're sat here 24 years later and we've seen Triple H bury with that golden shovel of his. Many a man with many a pedigree. Yeah. Warrior just stands up from one of his. Well, it's, <laughs> he doesn't even take his jacket off, right? He's, I'm sure he's still got his jacket on. He goes down for the pedigree. And then it's because obviously Warrior is in remarkable shape. I'm pretty sure he just like press ups himself back to his feet. I don't know why. In my head, I just see him going like, whoop. And yeah. he's just like, and it's like, whoop. <laughs> I've got to ask as well. Obviously, there's very much. It's uh, you either love it. It's a Marmite match. Michaels versus Bret Hart in the uh, hour-long Iron Man match. I'm going to guess what you are going to say. 
But Sam, what's your, what side of the fence do you sit on? I, I enjoy it. I, I, you know what I'm like. I, I'm a big Bret Hart fan. Love Shawn Michaels as well. And I think that this match is, it's you know, it's 60 minutes of, of goodness. It's yeah. perfection. So I'm looking at the rest of the card. Roddy, I really enjoyed Roddy Piper versus Goldust and the Hollywood oh, Battle of Brawl. Backup Brawl was amazing. Didn't much care for the ending. Didn't, didn't, you know, I don't want to see Dustin Reynolds it in was, uh, lingerie. It was, yeah, but, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was weird that it got to the point of like stripping him down. I think uh, it was cool that they had to, they had to obviously do continuity. I wonder if they kept because obviously, like when they're in the brawl, I think like Roddy's knee starts bleeding and. There's like some stuff, and I wonder if they just kept their clothes exactly how they were, whether they had to go backstage the day of and try and recreate all the stains and stuff on them. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, because it's. I remember, like, and I watched it again recently. It, it's when Goldust sort of escapes, and then we get back to the venue after like, a couple of matches, and Marlena's there backstage with him, and he's like panicking, and then Roddy just doesn't stop all the way to the ring, and then he beats him down, and then it's it's just sort of like. It's very uncomfortable how much the crowd are against Goldust for sort of displaying uh, his nature to people. Uh, and, you know, the whole thing with him when he kisses. Um, Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> no, when he kisses uh, Roddy in the match and everybody's just like booing, it's like, okay. And then <laughs> Roddy strips him down anyway and gives him a kiss. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> um. I'm going to, you know, you look at the, there's certainly, because I, I too, I'm on your side of the fence when it comes to the main event. Undertaker versus Diesel is one of, wait, well, it was certainly up until this point, Undertaker's best WrestleMania yeah. match by a country mile. Uh, uh, Warrior versus Helmsley with the, the power of hindsight is very funny, very yeah. funny to watch. I always love watching Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Samuel yeah, Vega. Yeah, I was going to say that'd be a great match. They always just like used to just smack each other. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, Roddy Piper and Goldust was a fast. It was fantastic. I've got to be honest. I can't remember Bulldog Owen and Vader defeating Ahmed, Jake, and Yokozuna. That sounds right up my street. That yeah, with those people involved, it's got to be good. This is in lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, isn't it, it is. It is. And you got the Body Donners and Sunny. That was the dark against match, the though. against the pig folk, the the Godwins. <laughs> <laughs> So we're moving on to WrestleMania 13. Sam, what's your overriding memories from this one? Uh, the PlayStation sponsorship. I remember really? that. I remember, yeah, it was like a, PlayStation was everywhere over this. Uh, the, the logo I remember as well because I hate the logo. The little fire with just the Arial font 13 in it. It's just so badly done. <laughs> but okay, when we, when, we, when we ranked the stages, we sort of felt like maybe through this time it was because they, they didn't have the money to spend on this. So it's very similar and very low-key. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, other than Brett Austin, is there really, is there really much on this card? No. Yeah. No, there's not. I think we had, was this the WrestleMania where The Rock's dad got in the ring and helped him defeat the Sultan and they had that thing at the end? Was that uh, the, this event? Possibly. Was this where Rocky Johnson got the involved? Sultan that was quite a nice moment. Backland and the Iron Sheik, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming, yeah, it probably will have been. Um, then we've got Hunter Hearst Townsley with China defeating Goldust and Marlene, well, with Marlena. Yep. Owen Hart and the Bulldog versus Mankind Invader. That must have been good. It's again, it, yeah. This is one of the WrestleManias I haven't seen all the way through. Obviously, you got Bret and Stone Cold, which was fantastic. That's what it was. Uh, Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom. 
This is one of the most underrated WrestleMania matches of all time. Right? You got Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom defeating the Nation of Domination, which was Crush, Farouk, and Savio Vega. And then they had Clarence Mason, D'Lo Brown, JC Ice, and Wolfie D in their corner. Chicago Street Fight. It's 10 minutes of some massive men just going, who? Bosh! Ha ha! It's this just them is, doing that. It's fantastic. It's one of the first big sort of moments of hardcore wrestling on WWE programming. Because it does just devolve into like throwing bin lids at each other and, and all sorts of nonsense like that. And Ahmed Johnson is underrated as well. I uh, he was he's my guilty pleasure nineties wrestler. He loved Ahmed Johnson when I was a kid. He was just built out of muscles and he was intimidating as hell. His tights always used to put me off, Sam. They were too much of a distraction. Well, with the, the, the weird like stripes that were Yeah, they had the, the, the cutaways right next to the groin. I could never never take my eyes off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what do you say for WrestleMania 13? It's a two-match card, in my opinion. Undertaker yeah. versus Sid was fine, I think. But you had, uh, you had Shawn Michaels on commentary doing all sorts of bollocks. I think this is the match where Shawn was on commentary. Um, and there was just a lot of things to take away from what that match could have been because I love Psycho Sid yeah I like Sid as well um, I'd say the, the because this card is starting to it's starting to like free up you've got a submission match with uh, Ken Shamrock in the way of Bret Hart and Stone Cold you've got a Chicago street fight which is sort of a, that first toe being fully dipped into the hardcore pool that was about to become the norm um You've got a no DQ match as the main event. You've got normal matches, tag elimination matches. There's, it feels like they're really throwing everything at the wall with this mania and trying to sort of offer up like a buffet platter rather than just some set straight singles matches. And then, it, yeah, I'd, I'd say this, I'd argue for this to be in, you know, top of all right. Top of all right. We'll go. Yeah, I think all right's a fair one. Just because, yeah. as we say, it's like WrestleMania ten, isn't it? The good is very good, but then the mess. The is is very... It's it's not even like bad. It's just unmemorable, and that's the last thing you want to be is unmemorable. But again, the the, the bad doesn't absolutely stink, which is oh, a, no, a crucial thing to. That's the thing. Like the bad's just sort of average. It's it's not like it doesn't suck. And then we're moving on to WrestleMania fourteen, which I don't know. I don't know about you, but this is where my sort of consciousness of everything that was going on really picks up with these Wrestlemania uh, tier ranking things Why? because obviously because of, of Tyson and Austin Tyson and Austin Tyson and yes, Austin and Undertaker and Kane which as we said was yeah. disappointing compared to the storyline but it was still oh, it, the build, I still the, love the it build. the oh, build is so good and then you got The Rock uh, defeating Ken Shamrock there's another thing that sticks out in my mind Catless Jack and Chainsaw Charlie and the New Age Outlaws in the midst of their feud uh, what else have we got? Triple H defeating Owen Hart, which wasn't as good as I think people might think it was. Yeah. And then it's a shame it only got five minutes, but Taka Michinoku against Agia, who did become uh, S.A. Rios, I think. Yeah, that would have been, that been that fantastic. Um, trying to think of what else is there that I'm sort of like... We had LOD's return. Yeah, as they LOD returned 2000. as LOD 2000. They were like, oh, who could the final team be? And then out they came, and obviously they went on to Against win. the new Midnight Express, Bodacious Spot and Bombastic Bob Holly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but How that, could I mean, that fail? The whole, the whole spectacle with, um, with Mike Tyson, this is the first time I think they'd really thrown a celebrity into the ring. Like... At, this, oh, Mr. at T. this level, sort of like in a while, because obviously you know we had the rock and wrestling stuff. But Mike Tyson was the biggest name in sports. 
mm. like the biggest name. There's nobody that you could get that would be better, and they managed to do it. Um, Chainsaw Charlie always confused me. Why? Because apparently it was it was Terry Funk's idea. Like he was like they were like, oh, should we bring him in to work with Cactus Jack because they've got a history together in Japan or wherever, and. Um, he was like, yeah, I'll come in and work. But he's like, I've got an idea. He'd seen some film. And he was like, I'm going to be Chainsaw Charlie. And so, like, they got rid of the Terry Funk thing, which, you know, he's Terry Funk. And everybody knew he was Terry Funk. So yeah, it just felt the... childish calling him Chainsaw Charlie. <laughs> the tights weren't fooling anybody, were they, on the head? Or his face. I read, <laughs> I read an article by uh, our, our pal Justin Henry, who... Um... He wrote one of his articles recently. They were going to do Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk in a proper, you know, like one of their old Japanese old school like explosion death, death matches. matches but yeah. it, it didn't happen. It was going to happen somewhere on the on Funk's ranch. Apparently, I don't know what event it was, but it was going to happen. At. But apparently, that's a match they pitched and were going to do before Vince McMahon was like, "Well, we kind of put this on pay per view or something like that." I think the part of it is the. Um, I remember hearing Pritchard talk about it. I, I don't know if Vince holds the same belief, but it's like. When you see a Japanese explosion barbed wire death match, it's like it's amazing. The spectacle is incredible, and then it goes off, and you realise that it just goes off all around the ring, and everybody in the audience is so excited, but these two guys are just sort of pretending to be dead. And yeah. It's like, but you know they're not dead, and so the explosion hasn't really happened, and it's like it just takes you out, and like disconnects you. But I would have loved to have seen that, like WWE go full death match. We still could in this era of cinemana- cinematic matches. Who knows what might happen? No, nah, it wouldn't be as raw. You're not going to get Sabu slitting his arm open accidentally <laughs> having to duct tape it back together. <laughs> you would, but just with CGI and when it's like all taste- tastefully shot. It turns out he's made entirely of mechanical slugs. They all like, come out and like, heal him and crawl back in. <laughs> but where are you saying for 14? Because obviously we spoke about in the Undertaker uh, streak tier list ranking video that yeah. the match was disappointing compared to... The, uh, the rivalry and the build to it, uh, but Austin's moment becoming uh, obviously the, the champion uh, in the midst of Shawn Michaels' back issues and all of that stuff. Yeah. And there was a lot to like about this WrestleMania. Well, this is this is very much the baton being passed to Austin fully, I think, because Austin's no, you know, he's no lower carder here. He's he's a big deal, but like, yeah. I think this is is solidifying Austin as the the coolest, baddest guy, and. You know, for that alone, it is worth maybe bumping it a little bit, but at the same time, we can't just do that. What are you thinking for it? It's either, and I'm, I hesitate to say bottom of lovely, 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 or top of all right, or maybe I'm just looking at this bucket with too much of a rose-tinted spectacle outlook. I don't know. I'd, I'd say for sure it's an all right. We'll put sure. all right. Yeah. Then we can, we can move it up later on. And a special shout out to Shawn Michaels Edwards on that WrestleMania. One of the most underrated WrestleMania Edwards of all time. With a DX band with Big Jim Johnston oh, I, there I, on the I'm guitar. Not, I'm not a fan of the, the live DX band. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Attitude Era. It's like, that's the... What's think, the word? I'm knackered today, mate. What's the word I'm looking for? That is the... It's the, the zeitgeist. P- <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's Attitude Era incarnate. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. I know what I'm trying to say. It was cool, remember. but I, I just, I don't know. I was just sort of a bit like, this is weird. <laughs> And the national anthem, Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm not American, but even I was not liking that one. <laughs> anyway, then we move on to WrestleMania 15 and... Russo-mania. <laughs> yeah, this one's... Uh, it splits, <laughs> splits people right down the middle. 
Let's um, have a look at the main card, shall we? We had Hardcore Holly defeating Al Snow and Billy Gunn for the Hardcore Championship. Then we have Jeff Jarrett, Noah Hart defeating D'Lo Brown and Test. Why were D'Lo Brown and Test together? Well, that's escaped me. Anyway, Butter Bean defeated Bark Gunn. Obviously, Bark Gunn won the Brawl for All. No doubt you've seen the Dark Side of the Ring episode recently. What yeah. a fantastic episode that was. Oh, it was until, it dis until it descended into Cornette versus Russo again. I'm getting bored of that. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> then we had uh, Mankind defeating The Big Show uh, with all sorts of shenanigans, I think there was. Then we had Road Dog defeating Goldust uh, with... Oh, what? Road Dog defeated Goldust? With the Blue Minion, Ryan Shamrock, Ken Shamrock and Val Venus. Four corners elimination match. This one has escaped me as well. Then we had Kane defeated Triple H, Sable defeating Tory, Shane McMahon before he was the best professional wrestler in the world and when he was a part-time stuntman. That's where I remember Shane McMahon being from my childhood. He defeated X-Pac in what was a fantastic match for what it was, eight minutes long. I'm yeah. sure everyone was surprised how good Shane was. Then we had Undertaker murdering a man inside Hell in a Cell. Big Boss Man got hung by his neck. And then Austin and The Rock had their first of the big three pay-per-view matches. What are you saying about this WrestleMania, Sam? Uh, I think, again, it, it's with it being the era it is, it's sort of got to offer a lot. And so you have a battle royal, you've got a triple threat hardcore match, you've got the brawl for all blow off, you've got hell in a cell, you've got... It's very Russo, which is, of course, why it's called Russo Mania. But I think this is like... This is what for I guess for me and you like our age like this is when we were starting to proper come into our own as wrestling fans I think that this sort of offering was always a lot better because it wasn't just direct straight matches and at this time your pay-per-views would have maybe one or two gimmick matches this is loaded with different matches different match types like so if you're not that bothered about a singles match with Kane against Triple H maybe you'll be interested in the Hell in a Cell match maybe you'll have it's sort of like there's just little bits for everybody and I like this um, I think it's it can't be rated too highly for sure no, no. but I think it's at least lovely do you reckon? for me I'd say oh. yeah well I'll go with it but I'm going to I'm going well, well, to say maybe that's a bit high state your case State the case. Yeah. What apart from the main event and obviously the Undertaker murdering someone is sticking out for you? Uh, but a beanbag gun sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, for good reasons though, surely. But, yeah, you're right actually. This I was going to go bottom of all right, just to, uh, the top of just about bearable. That's what I was looking at. Mankind big shit. Nah. Because was this is, as well, the, the if you're going to look at the matches just as a match, like, you know, rate the match out with five stars or whatever, yeah. was this the worst Austin versus Rock out of the three big ones? I'd argue Obviously yes people, as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, put it in all right, actually. Thank you for talking we'll me go down. all right. Not a problem, And then we're moving on to WrestleMania 2000, and I watched this one back in full not too long ago, Sam, and outside of the Triangle Ladder match and outside of... Benoit versus, uh, sorry, the web, Kurt Angle lost both of his titles, basically. He was the Eurocontinental champion. He lost them both. Outside of that, there's absolutely nothing apart from Bull Buchanan stealing the show. He was unbelievable in the opening match, but that's it for WrestleMania 2000. Well, so you don't, you don't rate bits. a McMahon in every corner? No! What? No! That's a classic I don't care match. about the McMahons in every corner. 
This was before that was a played out stereotype that I remember. <laughs> this was when it was fresh and new and the McMahons were like, it's like, oh, what's this? But, Mick Foley coming back after he retired. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Ruined the sanctity of this man's retirement. It's a running joke on our part. I think it was, um, who was it? I forget the name of the guy. Finley Martin, I think it was, who just always used to write about that whenever he could, just used to mention it. But, oh, they lied to you when they said he retired and he came back. <laughs> I just love that he's got a grudge, just a little grudge against that. I might have got the name wrong there. I can't remember who it was. I'm very tired today. Anyway, <laughs> what you said about WrestleMania 2000? You know, I didn't think the main event was as bad. Um, but aside from matches you outlined... I mean, are you are you are you going radio rental for uh, China and Too Cool defeating the Radicals? No, I think the <laughs> only real lower card match that I'd be super interested in rewatching right now would be TNA versus uh, Head Cheese. Really, I yeah. can't remember that one at all. No, it just seems like it would be fun with a little bit of work rate thrown in. Mm. Chester McCheeseton was there, which is all that matters, of course. Yes, of course. I is this. I'm gonna go. I'm suggesting bearable, but an actual Top like this bearable. is yeah. this is stick. This is staying and bearable because that's yeah. what it was. Outlined the highlights there, but there wasn't too much to go off apart from that. And then we got a 17. We just need to put that in the best and then just move on. Yeah, because there's, there's nothing to talk about with 17. It's perfection from bottom to top. Oh, is it perfection from bottom to top? It's. I will not have a bad word said about my favourite pay per view of all time, <laughs> even if it does suck in places. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Um, yeah. I don't think we need to say anything about WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Uh, but then we move on to WrestleMania 18, which is a bit more contentious, but still one that's definitely in one of the top two tiers for me. Uh, oh, yeah. You can say what you want. Obviously, I was not a fan of undisputed champion Chris Jericho playing second fiddle to Stephanie McMahon's dog in that rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> The Rock and Hogan is unbelievable professional wrestling and yeah. sort of professional wrestling that couldn't happen today with how micromanaged people are and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, you will be. I'm saying like for the, the yeah. Roman Reigns push of 2016 to whatever it was, you will be babyface. Don't listen to the crowd because obviously we had The Rock coming in as babyface. They were booking him as the babyface. We had Hollywood Hogan coming in as the heel, booking him as a heel. They switched sides because they listened to the crowd. That wouldn't happen today. Yeah, and and just just the fact that that didn't even main event. Yeah, that must have been the worst job in the world. Sitting there backstage, like listening to that reaction, you just keep it like, well, there's no point. Why even bother now? Like this was sort of the the very peak, I think, of of when I was getting into wrestling, like seriously getting into it. I think this is when I was the most obsessed with it. Was eighteen? Uh, yeah, because it's just, I mean. It's just like hairs on the back of your neck, isn't it? When you think about the reaction to Hogan Rock. It's it just yeah. everything about it. The stare down. Oh, it's just great. DDP uh, versus Christian sounds like it would have been... That was that was fine. Great, it was yeah. a fine match, yeah. It was very, it's just too... You would think it would give those two a bit longer, but they, they never... Obviously, DDP was a made man in WCW. Yeah. But Vince McMahon never... He changed it up straight away. He just could have... He could have had People's Champion versus People's Champion. Surely that would have been a money match for a pay-per-view, but no, they didn't do it for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and he suffered for that. You also Angle versus Regal what? versus Van Damme. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's too short for an opening match with those two in it, surely. Yeah. 
Uh, Angle versus Kane was okay as far as I remember. I really did, I think we talked about in the tier ranking list, uh, Undertaker versus Flair, where Flair was sort of low on confidence, but finding yeah. who he was once again, that was still a, a fantastic, I loved that match. Oh, wait, did I love it? I can't remember. I really did enjoy it though. Edge and Booker T, feud nervous some shampoo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stone Cold versus Scott Hall. We had the stunner at the end, one of my favourite stunner cells it's, from Scott Hall. But it's, it just shouldn't have been. It just uh, shouldn't have been. And I love the Fatal 4 way or the Four Corners Elimination match for the Tag Team Championships. Bradshaw hitting some clotheslines. What more do you want? Yeah, I mean, it's like this in 17, if you just look at the tag matches, the, the tag division at this time was so good. And like, yeah. the APA are low-key, one of my favourites. Like another like guilty pleasure of mine. I love the Acolytes. Um, but it's just... How good was tag team wrestling, man? Why can't we get this excited about it anymore? Yeah. Like, Why well, is it weird, isn't it? Because Vince has always famously never cared about tag team wrestling. But then you go back to the, the Attitude Era. It was the just, most over thing. Yeah. <laughs> by by uh, Billy and Chuck as well. Shout out to them. They were fantastic yeah. back in the day. But this has got to... Is it, it's got to be in the best, but lower down. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have Mr. Perfect return. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, uh, that's a, I can't remember watching this dark match, but it was, it was on heat, obviously. Albert, Rikishi and Scotty Too Hotty versus Landstorm, Mr. Perfect and Test. Yeah, I think this goes in the best, but uh, yeah, lower down in the best. And then we move on to another entry in the best, and I'm going to suggest to you right here, Sam, Yeah. this is obviously a point of contention for some people, 19 is the second best mania of all time to 17. I think in in terms of overall range, in terms of crowd reaction, in terms of the matchmaking and storylines running up to it, you're absolutely right. Ooh, that's nice because I've seen a lot of people in the build-up to WrestleManias every single year while we've been in this job here, always campaigning to have WrestleMania installed as the de facto best WrestleMania of all time. Well, 17 is the best of all time. It is the best of all time. But... Um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, and I mean, like, the build has been great for, for 19. But you've got, like, the results don't exactly, you know, weigh up. Especially Triple H Booker T. That just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, but, again, this is sort of wrestling was entering a new phase. It's like they, they just put the foot right down. It just feels special. And the workers you had at the time, I mean, like... Team Angle, so Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin against Chris Benoit, Rhino, Los Guerreros. <laughs> that, that, that is Smackdown on Sky One yeah, on a Saturday morning. That's, yeah, it's, it's a large part of my childhood, those, those yeah. names. Like Hogan against McMahon, uh, Rock Austin obviously in that massive, massive seminal match. Match uh, of the night was Michaels versus Jericho, it's got to be. I don't care what you say, Sam, that was the best match on that card. Yeah, uh... I don't really remember a great deal about that match. It's when he hoofed him in the nards right at the end. Ah. No, it's not ringing a bell with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm really stupid. It rang his bell last week. <laughs> uh, of course, Lesnar Angle as well with the uh, the shooting star press. The scary, scary shooting star press. Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, no, Hardy still- versus Mysterio as well. Jesus. Yeah, when Matt Hardy had to cut weight to get into the cruiserweight division, Rey Mysterio came out in that. I don't know who he was dressed up as. A maroon brown it was. It was the Flash, I think. Or Daredevil. It was, Flash. it was Daredevil, yeah. 
And then obviously the highlight of the night was Tony Chimmel's call where he called Limp Biscuit WWE's favourite band in the world ever or something like that. Was 19 <laughs> the one whose theme was, was Crack Addict? Yeah, Crack Addict was the theme. <laughs> and then they had uh, Fred Durst playing The Undertaker to the ring, obviously, <sighs> and swearing every other word. I watched yeah. that back on the network the other day and it's just, it's all like, I don't know, you'd be loving this. <laughs> <laughs> all edited like that but uh, 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 the second best Wrestlemania of all time for me yeah. is number 19 and then we move on to number 20 which has got a lot to love but also a lot that's a bit like <laughs> see like for me I think 20 is probably my second favourite just from a oh. sentimental standpoint because Undertaker returned uh, and for me as a kid this meant a lot more you had the Benoit Triple H Michaels Triple Threat you had Guerrero versus Angle. Like, it's... I think the good far outweighs the bad, and the bad in this one really stinks. Mm-hmm. So what is the bad for you, Sam? Goldberg-Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a shame, that. Yeah, and you've got sort of, like... Some exciting but utterly sort of pointless, I want to say, matches. Things like Evolution versus Rock and Sock Connection. Um, that was I, th- I enjoyed that for it yeah, was worth it's, it's like alright but it's just sort of like popped in it's just sort of like it's like just let's do that mm-hmm. um, but yeah Goldberg Lesnar was was definitely a stinker um, is this Cena's first US title reign yes yeah because he I defeats Big first... Show for it this first time, go back and watch that because I know the New York crowd is obviously one of the most famously like difficult ones to yeah. please. The reaction John Cena gets there is, wow. And we're just ready <laughs> for a, see, ready for you can see you can see why he opened that cock. He was over like Rover, some the, might say. The one thing that you notice as we've gone through these, as I said, the the cards have become more and more diverse. There's so many more match types. There's everything's sort of like a spectacle, so that the singles matches feel even more special because, mm-hmm. like, they don't need a stipulation. They they're like you know direct. But the most disappointing thing as I'm looking down this match card here is Playboy evening gown match. I mean, who doesn't want to see those people on a bed in the middle of a wrestling ring? It's just there was a bed in the ring, Sam. I know, but like, how was this okay? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty old man booking it, that's why. Yeah, they had Victoria versus Molly Holly and her versus title, which Molly Holly, you know, I think she famously said she would shave her head to get onto the Mania card, and Vince was like, yep. Yeah. Um, Undertaker Kane, Guerrero Angle, Benoit Triple H Michaels, those are like just perfect. Just perfect. And for me, I'd argue this goes in best. I'd put it in the best. Is it above 18 or below 18? I'd say below, below above. eighteen. Above. Above. Or below. Above. Yeah, in fact, below. yeah, I'd say I'd say above because eighteen's more above. of like a one match card, isn't it, really? And then we move on to twenty one, and after the previous few years of WrestleManias, in terms of quality, in my opinion, we take a bit of a dip. Yeah, this is. Uh, it feels like the wheels are starting to come off, uh, and not chiefly because we have Akibono. Uh, featuring in Wrestlemania Uh, this is Wrestlemania goes Hollywood right yeah yeah the staging for this was awful big time (laughs) 
that one. It does just look like they went and got some cardboard boxes and wrote WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. After <laughs> cutting, them, cutting them all up and painting them white. Um, but I tell you what, there was a lot, a lot of pleasing stuff on this card because we obviously had Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, which you know yeah. put them in, put them two in anywhere and do some good things. Money in the Bank debuted, of course. Oh and yeah, that was, Jesus, that was good. Undertaker, I've just talked absolute bollocks about this quality dipping thing. <laughs> Undertaker against Randy Orton was the first time when the streak was a thing. You think, oh my god, the streak's going to end, but it didn't. That was a great match. Yeah. Um, then we've got Kurt Angle defeating Shawn Michaels in a match that went 27 minutes. Then we've got John Cena versus uh, JBL, and they always had good matches. Yeah. I know it was a bit of a short one, this one. And then Batista, Batista Triple H. after that storyline where they had uh, they were teasing it for so long, then finally they did it, and then Batista got the championship win. The right thing happened. This is lovely, 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 Ross. You're talking absolute bollocks at the start there. <laughs> I just, yeah, Akebono Big Show, though. No. Just no. Oh. Mm. Oh, no. Do you remember anything about Trish Stratus defeating Christy Hemi? Uh, no. Uh, I don't recall much at all, but Trish retained there, uh, and Christy had Lita at ringside. Was Lita injured at this point, or was it like a, an angle Probably. where she was sort of coaching somebody to take down a rival? I can't remember this, this match at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. But there we Any qualms about putting it in lovely, lovely, lovely? There's a lot. There's a lot to I like think, there. I think it, it belongs in lovely, lovely. Yeah, the debut of Money in the Bank. Who would have thought it? Eh? This week of all weeks, what a way to bloody reference that. I'm just rambling now, Sam. WrestleMania 22. My main memory from this one is Undertaker's casket match against Mark Henry, which is the match that apparently Vince McMahon wanted to end the streak, but was talked out of it. This is the one where I'm just sort of like, it wasn't 21. It's 22 where I'm just sort of like, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I think Henry defeating the streak would have been amazing. Do you? I Not think then. Had you no, but had you immediately pulled the trigger on like Hall of Pain style Mark Henry? Yeah, you could you could do a lot with that, but you'd need to maybe do that a bit before the match, um, and have him go on as a mega heel or whatever. But I mean, Michaels versus Vince, entertaining but hollow. Uh, Ray versus Orton and Angle, pretty alright. Uh, is this Edge Foley with the flaming table? It is, yes. Yeah, so that's that's a pretty solid match. Yeah, let's just look at the highlights from the card. You've got the Masters of Cool teaming together, which is obviously a highlight for any WrestleMania card. Well, the if, you the five star game. Huh? if you know your five-star wrestling, you'll know that <laughs> yeah. it doesn't happen very often. This was the, the Money in the Bank ladder match where Matt Hardy did a superplex to Ric Flair off the top of a ladder, which was horrible to watch. I think that's the right one. I'm right in saying that. Um, yeah. JBL versus Benoit. I don't think that was as good as it could have been. Boogeyman made Booker T and Charmel just cry. That was weird to see Booker T, of all people, in that sort of WrestleMania role, jobbing out with the, uh, the Boogeyman like that. Uh, Mickey James. Don't say things those. like that. Jim Cornette will come and slap you and get fired from OVW for it. <laughs> Why? Did he like the boogeyman, the character? That's what that's what happened with Santino, isn't it? Santino was fired. Uh, Santino was slapped by Cornette for not taking boogeyman seriously and laughing and cracking up about it. And then <laughs> Cornette was released from OVW because he'd slapped, he'd struck. Oh, boy. when he was in the crowd. Yeah. Yes, I remember that now because <laughs> it was 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 a somebody's kid was in the 
Was it Santino's kid that was in the crowd and was scared legitimately or something like that? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and all I know is that Santino laughed and it got caught on camera or Cornette saw it and he was yeah. not happy, Bonnie. And especially when the boogeyman looked a lot, in terms of his face paint and whatnot, it was a lot more naff than it was on the, on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. I think Santino was well within his rights to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Mickey James obviously causing all kinds of controversy by doing a thing that had to be edited out of WrestleMania. Is it it's still edited out? Yeah. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah. Undertaker defeating Mark Henry in that casket match, which was. You know, no. it's, it, yeah. at this point, Taker's streak becomes a bit of a formality. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels defeats Mr. McMahon. All kinds of hilarity in that match. Yeah. Rey Mysterio defeats Orton and Kurt Angle. Fantastic match. Yeah. Tori Wilson defeats Candice Michelle in a Playboy pillow fight oh. match. This, I, th- I might have got mistaken on WrestleMania 20. This one has the bed in the match. Right. In the ring, sorry. And then Cena defeats Triple H, which is not one of my favourite WrestleMania main events of all time. I don't know about you. Nah, it's, again, this is sort of the right... Well, it's just before the rise of Super Cena, isn't it? Yeah. Just as Super Cena's emerging. Shall we go all right? Because we do have Mysterio versus Orton versus Angle. We do have Michaels versus McMahon. We do have Mickey versus Trish, which I think was a good match until the old... I think you've got enough... You've got enough uh, entertainment here on the card, uh, and it's it's varied enough, and it's sort of it's very. I think this is the most in line we've seen so far with a modern WrestleMania. Like it, I'll go top of all right. I think top of all right is a uh, yeah, is it, or is it lovely? Is it lovely? Nah, it's I think top of all right. Top of all right. Top of all right. Top of all right for the big time. The big time. And then we move on to WrestleMania 23, where it was all kinds of car themes and stuff because they were in Detroit and Ford and all that malarkey. Moses City. The, the Battle of the Billionaires is obviously the, the, the headline here. What was your thoughts on that, Samuel? Oh, it is, it's dreadful. Trump dreadful. just piling around him. Just the way Trump's sell of the stunner is better than Linda McMahon's. Yeah, but Linda McMahon's sell of the stunner is, is worse than an Argos catalogs. Like, you could <laughs> get a bin and give it a stunner and it would sell better than Linda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what else is sticking out uh, from this card for you? That For me, it's Undertaker versus Batista. The go-home stretch in that match where they're just throwing all of the bombs in the world at each other, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you've got a, a a nice little sort of nostalgia match in the ECW Originals versus the New Breed, although thoroughly un unmemorable. Fell um, flat on the task that did completely. Yeah. Uh, Melina Ashley uh, in a Lumberjill match, but again, I think the ones that are standing out the most, uh, you've got Benoit MVP, and maybe for the wrong reasons, Carly Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, the main event as well we need to speak about because it was uh, is it Cena's best because obviously Michaels and Cena had that match in England didn't they The uh, was it an Iron Man match an on hour Raw? long on Cena's is it Cena's 30th birthday I think it is, is they it? go an hour yeah that, is that Cena's best match it's one of his best matches it's anyway. one of his could best say, by far yeah you could say the Styles match at the Rumble is probably his best match but this this has got to be in his conversation as well for one of his you know top five matches or something like that this Wrestlemania yeah minute. Uh, um, the other thing you got here as well is Mr. Kennedy winning Money in the Bank. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What a shame that was. And this all sort of falls apart from here. Yeah. Yeah. 
He was the man, wasn't he? Oh, he's going to be the man until things happened. Yeah, he was going to be Vince's son. He was going to be everything. And Hornswoggle just got more and more stuff because things kept happening. So Hornswoggle became the son. Hornswoggle was the GM. Hornswoggle, mm. Whenever they can't resolve something, Hornswoggle was probably in Rowan's cage. You'll never know. <laughs> um, so 23. All right? Uh, yeah. I think all we've got right. to go all right, haven't we? Yeah, we'll go it's, in the middle it's of all, all right. right. It's all right. And then we move on to WrestleMania 24. And Sam, I'm sorry. I love you. Oh, oh. What a moment. That is the headline from this WrestleMania. It's got to be. But then you look at the other things we've got to enjoy. Undertaker versus Edge. I loved it because yep. Edge was... Edge had, Edge had the Undertaker's number. We spoke about this in the tiered ranking for Undertaker's streak. Undertaker was like, "Way, he didn't know how this finishing move like." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, he busted it out and did a big old surprise. You got yeah. uh, an actual, you know, for for a celebrity match. Mayweather versus Big Show was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It could have gone a lot worse than it did. It wasn't, you know, like it wasn't like Savage Steamboat or anything, but it was. It was alright. Uh, CM yeah. Punk winning Money in the Bank. That was another huge moment that stands out here. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, there was, oh, there was an ECW Battle Royal. Interesting. I need to go back and watch uh, Batista versus Umaga. That's a match oh. I want to see. I love Umaga. It's, just, um, it's a match that I just never would have appreciated at the time. I, do, I don't think I appreciated Umaga enough at the time. Like My brother loved him um, and I just sort of... I thought he was alright, but I didn't really see how like powerful he was I think like had I like paid more attention and realised he was a bit more like Vader I would have been like yeah this is cool yeah he was fantastic and then obviously one of the the main highlights of this show as well is JBL thwacking I think is the word <laughs> hornswoggle the with bit. a trash can yeah <laughs> it's not even it's like legit he just picks it up and just launches it it's not he doesn't try and like just clip him with it doesn't just as hard as he can, just. <laughs> <laughs> but as as we go through the highlights here, uh, they're a bit more few and far between than the WrestleManias we've been speaking about recently. Yeah. So this is going to be a lower down than sort of twenty two, maybe. Yeah, I think for sure. Uh, it's, 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 it's. I think it's still all right, though, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, but not as high up. It's still a. It's still a pretty solid mania. It's just the. I guess the booking that year wasn't quite as entertaining. And it sort of was a bit more sparse. There wasn't. There's yeah. not really any like huge, huge, huge things happening here, outside of a couple of matches. Yeah. So Eric goes in the middle of all right, and you join us immediately after the last point we've just done. Haven't <laughs> changed t-shirts at all, Sam. Yeah, Have you I, changed t-shirts? <laughs> I, I haven't. No, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on, of course, to WrestleMania 25, Sam, which of course is actually the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania because when you have your wedding day, that is actually a first anniversary as well. Well, this is it. We're, we're coming up on our second anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> God, that, Christ, that is nearly a year ago now, isn't it? Nearly a year. We've got to get divorced. But, uh, yeah, we do need to get divorced. I still don't know why that hasn't happened. But that's besides the point. The standout match from WrestleMania 25 is obviously... It's obviously, Sam, it's obviously Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. It's Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, is it not? Yes, it is. I think, for me, that it's the better match of the two. Um, 
I think we've said it before, I think this one's the better work rate, the next one's the better story, but this is my favourite out of the two, big old Taker Michaels classics. See what else was on the card. Uh, we've got CM Punk winning Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. uh, got Santina winning Miss WrestleMania. Huge yeah. moment there. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily that didn't have any knock-on effects in this old women's revolution thing down the line. Yeah, not, not at all. It was not never one. brought up again. <laughs> And the other thing that stands out to me is uh, obviously Matt and Jeff Hardy. I think we all enjoyed a bit more than we wanted to, or, yeah. or did we? Did we try too hard to enjoy? Because it? it was Matt fighting Jeff, and no one ever wants to see Matt fighting Jeff, do they? No, it's just odd. I guess it would be like if you took the Young Bucks apart and and made them have a feud. It, it's just sort of like I don't know. Like the, the Hardy Boys were brothers for as long as we we've known them, and they've always been a team. And then when you sort of put that divide between them, it's just a bit like. Ah, oh, like you don't want to see your mates fighting. Like... Uh, and the other thing, the other thing I need to mention is Ricky Steamboat. In that oh. match, it was Jericho defeating Jimmy Snooker, Ricky Steamboat, and Roddy Piper. Where Ric Flair is their manager, sort of thing. Ricky Steamboat was about seventy-eight when WrestleMania twenty-five took place, and he was moving around that yeah. ring like he was eighteen. He can still go. It's amazing. Absolutely, Absolutely amazing. Fantastic. From the man whose real name is Dick Blood. I know Dick Blood. Why was that not a heelish gimmick? <laughs> Because nobody wants dick blood. <laughs> anyway, where are you saying for... I'm thinking WrestleMania 25. Yes, it has what might just be the greatest WrestleMania match of all time in Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But you're looking outside of that. Yes, the card was very varied and there was all sorts of different things. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks, but like... There's not much else going on, is there? You've got Ray getting absolutely uh, like one over on Bradshaw, but he retired, didn't he? He was like, "I quit." Yeah. <laughs> um, and other than the CM Punk win, I like. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, you've got Cena against Big Show and Edge. Like it, it, there was that impressive moment with Cena having both the lads on his shoulders. Oh yeah, you know, that was cool. That was cool, and then Triple H and Orton. The, I think the feud. Leading up to that, with everything that Randy Orton did, that psychotic snack, yes. that way, like it just overshadowed the match completely. The match wasn't as good as it should have been, I think. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking this is sort of like towards the top of all right, me WrestleMania 25, even though it did have some highlights. See, I'd say it's, I'd say it's a like 25 is the one I know I can put on. Like 17, I can put on 17, I can put on 25, and you can just sort of. Have an alright time, but then the same can be said for most wrestling shows, can't it? it it's. Yeah. I'd say if it's going in alright, it has to be top of alright. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'll put it in all right, but yeah. closer to the top than to bottom. So we're moving on, Sam, to uh, WrestleMania 26, which is the one that comes after 25, the actual 25th anniversary yes. of WrestleMania, where it all began. It didn't do that, did it? Um, <laughs> what are your, apart, obviously, apart from Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and the wonderful story that was told during that match where Michaels yeah. holding on and then Undertaker like, right, I'm going to kill ye, bosh. See you later. Career over. Yeah. What else is sticking out in your mind from WrestleMania well, 26? Yoshi Tatsu winning the Battle Royal, and he went on to be the next John Cena, of course. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Show Miz. I forgot all about that. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray against Punk. That's that's all right. Brett against, yeah, get- Brett against Vince isn't that good. It, it's, oh, it's just like, imagine Too a fight in a, in a care home. <laughs> that's what it felt like it moves so slowly and then when he does hit him with something it's just like Ugh. I'm shocked to see on the Wikipedia page here that Brett versus Vince only went 11 minutes and 9 seconds because watching that thing you'd think it'd last for about 35 oh, minutes it feels like an eternity and then you've got the Hart dynasty getting involved you've got the way they're all like there's a chair Brett come on hit him with it Brett yeah it's mm. oh, it's proper like you know when people talk to their elders like they're babies that's what that felt like. Like it felt like that. Like, come on, Brett. Yeah, hit him. Sharpshooter. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'll tell you what. We have something to make this WrestleMania proper top of the best. Right. And that is Mr. Jack Swagger winning Money in the Bank. Yes. And then he would go on to have just a forgettable, forgettable run after that. He would lose all emotion. His passion for the. He lost his smile when he won the Money in the Bank. He lost his swagger. Hey. <laughs> but on a more serious note, outside of obviously Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, yeah. again, it's much like WrestleMania 25. There's not too much. Because obviously you'd think, oh, Randy Orton taking on his legacy members. That would be like, oh, yeah. proper blood and guts and all that malarkey. That didn't hit the heights it probably should have. Uh, Brett and Vince, we've discussed. Jericho and Edge, I guess, was all right for what it was. But yeah. like, it's not a match that people talk about today, really, is it? Nah. You've got Triple H, Sheamus, which... Again, that was like that was a bit weird, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like, and I get that you know, like a, a lot of people might be watching this and going, like, well, you're saying it's a bit bland, like a show just can't be at a hundred percent. It a show does, like, and we have experience in it. Whenever we've been at the live shows that we used to be a part of, you do need peaks and troughs, but that doesn't mean the troughs have to be boring, or, <laughs> or crap, <laughs> or really so, drawn out. I'm, I'm thinking this has got to be in all right or in just about bearable. What do you? I think it can't. We can't put Undertaker Michaels two in just about bearable, can we? No, no. It, it like I think Undertaker Michaels two it would warrant it getting a higher grade than it deserves. But like Brett Vince is a car crash. It's awful, but you can't look away. It's like it's <laughs> properly just. Was that was that Vince's last match? God, you have to imagine. Yeah, so let's have a quick be. check. Um. Speak amongst yourself, Sam. Uh, so how, you, but, how you been doing? You uh, you been up to anything interesting? Who, Sam? Are you speaking to yourself? Uh, no, no, you. I was just saying, like, while you were having a search. Oh, no, right. We have matches here. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, October the 8th, 2012. CM Punk drew 
with Vince McMahon. Oh. That was his last match before, uh, sorry, and then obviously Bretton, Vince, that was yeah. the one before that. So 2012 was his last match, how emotional. Jesus. So 26, Sam, do you reckon all right? I think, yeah, it's got to definitely be an all right. Like, I, I would argue because, like, I love the match so much that Taker Michaels would warrant it getting pushed up, but we've got to be fair with it. We're looking at the whole card. Like, we're looking at it top to bottom, inside out, front to back. It, it's just, it's an all right show, isn't it? It Nothing is to write home all... about except for the sort of end. And speaking of shows that probably aren't all right, Sam, we move on to WrestleMania 27. And I don't know about you, but I reckon WrestleMania 9 might be getting some company down in the bin. Really? I do not like this show at all. So this mania was... Uh, this was from a time where I I had sort of dropped off as a fan. Um, so I wasn't really watching as much around here. I have gone back retrospectively and filled in some of these gaps, but like... This is from my dark period, and especially with Miz as champion, uh, like that—that's just a whole era that I, is just, just completely not in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is obviously the WrestleMania where The Rock was the host, yep. and then The Rock just pissed right in the eye of the main event that nobody really wanted anyway, because obviously, as you say, The Miz was there. Yeah. And then you're looking at the rest of the card. You've got Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler, which again. Is a bit of a Mandela effect for me because it says on Wikipedia, 13 minutes 45. I could have sworn it lasted three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Edge defeating Del Rio in the opener in what was Edge's first last match. Yeah. If that makes any sense to you. That was nice because it was Edge getting a big victory over Del Rio. Then he twats his car with the thing. Yeah. But then... And what else would do that? The other highlight was... Um, it was I've gone blank here a second. It was uh, Undertaker versus Triple H, obviously the, yeah, the big, no holds barred. the big hoo ha, no holds barred, spear, uh, spine busters through tables and whatnot. And then outside of that, you got Orton versus Punk, which was nice. Yeah, but we're struggling, and I think the thing that sets us apart from the likes of Twenty Six, where you, you've got obviously the big, wonderful Shawn Michaels Undertaker match that is weighed down by things that were. Yeah. They were, they were, yeah, but they weren't overtly, oh, horrible. Yeah, they were sort of, this but it had meaning and it had weight in the... This show has the the big one, like Undertaker versus Triple yeah. H, but the bad is really, really, really bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a, a, a bad show, bless it, by the looks of it. I mean, you've got Great <laughs> Carly winning by last eliminating Sheamus in a battle royal. Um, That's what everyone wants to see. The, it's the thing with The Rock is like... It's such a shame that the world wasn't really ready for Miz to be at that level. Because Miz at that level now would be amazing. But it was just The Rock coming out and just... It literally just took a crap on the <laughs> on the match. And then yep. ended. And of course, that it had a huge setup which would lead to you know two more main events and stuff. But it's like... I don't know. Are you saying Bin? Because I'm thinking Bin. I think Bin. Yeah. I think bin. Let's put it in the bin. Why the hell not? WrestleMania 27 gets right in the bin, Sam, and we'll move on to WrestleMania 28, which is one I watched at university live illegally. Ooh, oh, that's a big middle. <laughs> I was years ago, it's fine. Um, what are your overriding memories of WrestleMania 28? Uh, the build, so once in a lifetime, all of that stuff. I was a huge, huge rock fan who wasn't. Um, mm. But like, 
it was it piqued my interest definitely like and it was class and they did all that build and then they did twice in a lifetime which was just needless but we didn't know about this here so i think we should we should take that out of the way and up of this show but i mean you've got the shameless victory over brian which is just regrettable but ultimately spearheaded brian's catastrophic rise we uh, didn't know that at the time though so we, we were time. irate yeah <laughs> uh, primo and epico picking up a win over justin gabriel tyson kidd and the usos <laughs> yeah we had that women's tag team match that had like kelly kelly and maria menounos defeating yeah. beth phoenix and eve torres which was both pointless and rubbish yeah and you got take a triple h in the cell with michael that was obviously fantastic i know yeah. a, lot, a lot of people like to bash the end of an era stipulation and all that malarkey it's, just, it's not is it we're still sat here yeah and like, they're all still around <laughs> until they sell that company and even after they sell that company it's it's just <laughs> they'll yeah. still be there there's no way that they're not going to be there it's not like all these rumors where they're like oh disney might buy wwe it's not like they're just going to replace triple h with mickey mouse like <laughs> no but I, a, a shout out as well to uh, CM Punk versus Chris Jericho, which is one of the, I reckon, one of the most underrated WrestleMania matches of all time. Yeah, hey, twenty minutes, twenty-two minutes, twenty-three. Apparently, it went. It's like, oh. I mean, just look at the names. It's Punk and Jericho, like two of mm. the best workers in the game, like Jericho especially. It's just, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and then the, uh, the Roxy uh, was your the, the first one obviously better than the second one. I think it was. Yeah, I think like it was just the the atmosphere. I mean, the the face off where they're just there and the crowd's going wild for it. It yeah, I I was well in for the first one. The second one not so much, but the first one was like because it was a spectacle, wasn't it? it? It's passing of the torch, ultimate passing yeah. of the torch. So we look at the card, and I guess it's a. There was nothing. Well, we had the women's tag team match, which did which did nothing. We had yeah. Sheamus and Brian, which was burn it with a cross. Burn it with a cross. I want to say it. Burn <laughs> it with a torch. Anyway, um, the bad. That was the bad. The good. Yeah. Probably didn't hit the heights of other WrestleManias, but there was more good than bad. Yeah, and it's like paced interestingly. So you've got obviously the the shock Brian thing to pretty much open the show, and then it slowly starts getting more and more serious. Then you get Undertaker, Triple H, and then a little break. And then Punk Jericho, and then straight into that main event. And I think that the submission match is the right way to just take that right down before mm. you get to two very straightforward, old school wrestling style wrestlers. So I'm I'm edging towards all right. Looking at the card there. Yeah, I'd say all right. Let's stick it in all right. It's, there's nothing like spectacular jumping out other than Cena, Rock, and Taker Triple H. Mm. So yeah, all right. All right. So we move on to WrestleMania 29, which had a fantastic stage. I don't care what you say. We obviously spoke about this just before WrestleMania. It had yeah. all sorts of silly bollocks on the stage. What are your <laughs> overriding emotions when it comes to WrestleMania 29? Uh, I love. I, I just love the arena more than anything. Like it, it, it was just beautiful. It was, it was so beautiful. well produced from that like angle. But for the rest of it, it's you got Punk Taker. You got Fantastic. Cena Rock too. No, you've got. But I think there was a story, wasn't? I think I watched a motivational speech by The Rock, where he just with these like American football teams and whatnot, where yeah. he goes around and says, "I'm The Rock, and you can be good like me." 
bit harder for people like me, you know that, Dwayne. Anyway, uh, I'm sure he said he got injured during that match proper early, early on. I think he ripped his pec or something like right. that, which completely hampered, hampered what was going to happen, Yeah. obviously, in that match. But yeah, it certainly wasn't the, the better of the two. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got Punk Taker, though, which is just... Wow, like the last yeah. great Taker match in my eyes. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, you've other got a Triple H encounter with match, Lesnar. Huh? Other than the Boneyard match, that's the last great Taker <laughs> match. You know what I meant, last great in-ring, <laughs> no camera trickery. Sorry, I cut you <laughs> off there. Right. Oh, you're not our fault, sorry, no. I cut you off. I thought you were saying something. <laughs> Still not good. All right. So, no, no, I, I was waiting for you to jump in. Oh no! So WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania 29 <laughs> is the story. <laughs> We're good at this. Like WrestleMania 29 for me um, is the story of three 20-plus minute matches. You've got Taker yeah. versus Punk, Triple H beating Lesnar, Triple H beat Lesnar in a no Triple holds barred H- match. Beat Lesnar at WrestleMania. He was always going to as well because the stipulation was that if he lost, he had to retire. There's no way he's retiring. <laughs> and then obviously the second Cena versus Rock um, Rock match. But outside of that, we're looking at gargantuan bouts for it, like Mark Henry defeating Ryback. Yeah. The Shield defeating the team of the Big Show, Randy Orton and yeah. Sheamus, which I know was a, probably a SmackDown main event back then. But you know, Fandango of course got his, his famous WrestleMania win against Chris Jericho. Yeah. Bertie Del Rio defeating Mr. Jake Hager. And then the three at the end. The Undertaker versus CM Punk is the only one I'm thinking, wow, what a great match. So I'm thinking just about bearable. I was thinking all right, you know. Cause, but at the same time, when you look at how it was spaced, because I haven't sat down and watched this for a while. but oh, like, the, st- it's, the final hour is a slog. It's very weighted toward the end. So I'm just looking at the, the times here. It's like... 10 minute match, 10 minute match, 10 minute match, 5 minute match, 10 minute match, 20, 20, 20. And it's like, boom, just straight yeah. back to back. So, yeah. If you, I mean, it's just in the build, isn't it? If, you, if you're going to be building a show, like, and it's going to be great, 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 it's got to sort of have those little moments peppered in, doesn't it? Mm. Like, 17 has TLC2, and you've just got all those little moments. But, and that's what Mania is all about, really. Vince is obsessed with moments. That's his whole yeah. thing. And it's like, I don't really recall many moments from this. <laughs> no. I think this is... The, is this the WrestleMania where Triple H's entrance went a bit wrong and he was, like, burning? Uh, that was with... 31, I think, wasn't it? Where he was oh. doing Terminator and it was... was it sm- oh, was it? No, or was it? It might have been, it might have been this one. It's one of them, but it, it's dry ice, isn't it? It just burns his entire yeah. side. Not Triple H though, because he's really hard. Did anyway, you see it afterwards? Did you see it after the yeah, match? It was like yeah. it was just black up his side. Red bruised. roll. Look at beetroot. <laughs> um, so we move on, of course, to WrestleMania 30, which is just oh. the story, the final payoff we we suffered for <laughs> two and a, well, yeah, two years we suffered for with Daniel Bryan. They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to do it. And then finally, it all came full circle, and they went and bloody did it. And I did a bit of research before this tier list, believe it or not, Sam. Yeah. And uh, I discovered that WrestleMania 30's main event is very divisive. Right. Because there's a lot of people out there in the world who believe it's just a blatant rip-off of the WrestleMania 20 main event. Where do you sit on that discussion? No, I think you've got three very different figures here. Like, 
Brian Batista Orton is just sort of it's just a different style of match. I get that Brian is a submissions expert. You had uh, Benoit's submissions expert, but like Batista and Orton, you can't really compare them to the other I two. I think it's just more more the story of the underdog beating the two big superstars. Well, yeah, but then then that's most of wrestling, isn't it? Because because <laughs> like the 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 whole thing is like I mean, wrestling is a show primarily built for kids. It's why heels behave like schoolyard bullies. It's why, you know, it's very cartoony. Good guys are super, super good. Bad guys are super, super nasty. And you're always going to have the underdog. It's like the ultimate wrestling trope. You want to, you want to like a, a somebody that everybody's going to get behind. It's got to be the smallest person, the most unassuming one that comes from below. And so I, I, I disregard that. I think that's a crap argument. Yeah, I had no idea it was an argument until yeah. I did a bit of research for this. Yeah, I, I agree with you personally. I don't think mm. they're... I, it's a triple threat in the WrestleMania main event where the underdog wins. I think yeah. that's as far as the comparisons can go. Yeah. But outside of that, Mr. Sam Driver, what are you thinking for the rest of the card at WrestleMania 30? The streak ended, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was just... I still I still don't know how I feel about it. It's one of those things where I, I firmly believe the streak shouldn't have ended, but it's amazing that it did end. But it's sort of like... Should it have ended? <laughs> it's like one of those things that just mills around your head because nobody was expecting it that's the thing and it was it is a mania moment that like you can't you can't that's a thing you were speaking about Vince McMahon's penchant for mania moments you've got Daniel Bryan having his Wrestlemania moment Cesaro had his Wrestlemania moment when he hoisted the big show in the Battle Royal what else was there obviously the streak ending the thing and then, yeah, that, those, I don't know why I was going with that. Those are the moments there, aren't we? Because well, you, you have the got, shield. You've got Brian earlier in the night as well because he's got to secure his position, yeah. doesn't he? So, like, you've got... The, and that's another thing that I like is you've got that thread running through it. It's like uh, it's like a storyline running through the media, which I quite like. Like, because it, it feels like at any point through the night we could have popped backstage and Brian gets attacked or, like, you could have anything happen. And so it's, it's sort of like when they did John Cena with The Undertaker when he turned up as a fan. Like, I loved that. Because it was something that was running throughout the whole show. And so, yeah. And how, how do you feel about John Cena and Bray Wyatt? Obviously something they booked with the Firefly Funhouse match in mind back in 2014. They knew, <laughs> they knew where they were going in five years, six Could years Could you time. imagine if this was the payoff all along? Um, but, I mean, knowing what we know now, it was perfect. But at the time, it was... It was so so sad because like the crowd was so behind Bray. I mean, even like when you look back, I mean, we saw it all recently at Mania with the the Firefly Funhouse match. But the crowd, just every single thing Bray does, they're just with him like the entire way. And then Super Cena puts him to rest, and that's it. So in discussing this, because when I was just looking at like the the rest the names of WrestleManias, I was thinking WrestleMania Thirty has got to be in the best tier. But we spoke about it there, and it doesn't sound yeah. like it should be in the best tier. <laughs> I, I'd still put it in the best tier. I still think it. It's a really monumental WrestleMania. It's really enjoyable it as well, obviously, because of Daniel Bryan. I don't think it's in the, the top of the top, but it's in the bottom of the top. Yeah, we can both always move it around. We can always move it around. Yeah, the other we thing can. as well is, like, I, I, I wish, and I know why they can't do it, but I wish every 10 manias they'd go back to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, where it so all begins again. Yeah. Um, where we're going now? We're going to WrestleMania 31 when oh. I was travelling to Italy to watch England play away. Was this after this we'd, rest- we'd shot you with a drone? 
No, this was uh, this 2015. Was, this, oh, this I wasn't, even, I wasn't even born yet. I was just a crappy <laughs> writer. <laughs> I was a second-class citizen in this, in this world of wrestling content creators. Um, so, what? Obviously, Seth Rollins cashing in Money in the Bank. That's the headline there. That's the headline there. Uh, Vince finally winning the Monday Night Wars. Finally, <laughs> again. This, oh, this still pisses me off. This side. Why did the NWO the come to Sting's aid? Surely they'd no. get in the ring and start beating him down. <laughs> Because we all wondered for the 14 years since WCW closed, it was, has Vince McMahon actually won the Monday Night War? Uh, War, sorry. My God, they missed the mark completely with that one. Yeah, it was, I mean, first off, Sting wrestling in daylight. That was just odd. Like, yeah. they, they built such a big thing around it. I thought it would have gone on later as maybe like the respite match before the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sting coming out in broad daylight with the, the drums and everything, which again, didn't make sense to me the drums and stuff nope. but, uh, and then Triple H coming out as Terminator that is by far my least favourite entrance he's ever done because <laughs> it's fantastic it, it's me. Just, he may as well have come down to the ring dressed as a giant Coca-Cola can of Snickers bar like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so blatant I was like ah but you know you've got the, the biggest biggest moment ever at the very end yeah Rusev coming oh, in oh, on a tank. The tank, yeah. Forgot the about greatest that. WrestleMania moment of all time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what else we got? Randy Orton's RKO on Rollins was unbelievable. That, that the up, stomp up to the yeah, elevated uh, one, yeah. And then you got the the opening match, which was absolutely brutal. The ladder match. I remember Dean Ambrose getting power bombed outside. I yeah. think it might have been Luke Harper or someone like that. Power bombed him. He just crumpled up like an accordion. <laughs> brutal matchup. Yeah. One of course by Daniel Bryan. Was it? Was it you telling me recently that um, the Orton Rollins thing they didn't have time or enough time to get it right when they practiced it? I'm sure somebody was talking to me about this recently. Well, it wasn't they, me, but they, I, 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 they ran it down a couple of times and like they sort of got near and got near, and then it was like, right, we're just gonna have to do it. And then they did it in the match, and apparently Randy was like buzzing about it because it like, be, landed perfectly, but they hadn't really been able to do it before. So. Don't talented people piss you off? Yeah, it does my head in. They piss me off. Sexy and and muscly and famous <laughs> and rich and a wrestler like best life ever. <laughs> but I tell you what, the one thing you will say about this card, we might moan about them missing the point with the Sting match and other stuff like that, and Undertaker beating Bray because there was all that controversy with Bray Wyatt before the show, wasn't there? Where he was injured and then it was like up in the air whether the match was going to get yeah. called off, and then Taker goes and beats this up and coming. Star and Bray Wyatt gets his second yeah. big WrestleMania loss in two years. There's a lot to like about this WrestleMania, isn't there? And it's very varied. It's moments. Like, there's so many moments throughout. And, yeah, the, the variations there. I think the crowd were really, like, great. It was, like, a nice open air, good weather. It was just... It was a memorable mania. And I think for that reason, it has to be good. It's at least in the, one of the top two tiers, yeah. what you say. Ooh... I'd say lovely, lovely, lovely for sure. We'll go top of lovely, 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 yeah. just because of the the bad that happened on that show. Or is yeah. it the best? Is it one of the? It's the. It's in the bottom of the best. We can't put yeah, thirty in up the thirty one. Let's it's yeah. Christmas. Because yeah, the, yes. the moments far outweigh the bad, so screw it. Yeah, and especially so the, with what's coming next, it well, probably deserves it. 
So then we move on to what might just be, Sam, the weirdest discussion in this video because this was our first live WrestleMania experience and I don't know about you, but I came away from that show, minus the Roman booze that are obviously still ringing in our ears as we got trapped in the car park and couldn't get home for hours. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, wow, that was really good, that. But I, w I was there live. Yeah, <laughs> it, I think we've got a sentimental... Uh, like approach to this one which we've got to sort of disregard I think because like for me it, while it wasn't a great mania like I was there I was part of the atmosphere it was incredible like there was we didn't really mind so much that things were sort of long and boring before you knew it we were out there eight hours later yeah, uh, and it's packed with moments from the get-go. You've got the Divas title being changed over to the the WWE Women's Championship. You've got um, Zack Ryder winning the IC title in like a mental ladder scramble insanity match. You've got Lesnar versus Ambrose, which was a weak point because especially they've been teasing this red car and weapons. And... When Ambrose couldn't work his chainsaw, yeah. He was going to chop Lesnar's leg off if he could work it, but he couldn't. I know, you could beat Lesnar to death with his own leg, probably. I bet it's a proper <laughs> side of beef, that. We didn't realise at the time, though, with that. I think it was Lesnar was obviously gearing up to make a UFC comeback, wasn't he? So he was... He was why did they book him in such a... It was a no-holds-barred street fight I'm seeing here. Why did they book him in that with, obviously, all the connotations that has? Yeah. And then he's obviously gearing up for something else in a few months' time. He's not going to put his body on the line, is he? No, and this is the thing, it was they teased all the weapons with uh, Ambrose and they teased all the cage fight and stuff with Lesnar and in the end we got not much of either. So disappointing. <laughs> Booked themselves into a corner. We continue got, on your good moments. We've got the, the, the Charlotte becoming the first WWE Women's Champion of the New Age. That might have been match of the night. <laughs> The triple threat women's match. I, I still, uh, still, still love the ladder match. I think I just, I don't know. Got a, when, yeah. when Owens pulled out that dusty ladder, just ah, oh, yeah, oh, amazing. Uh, Corbin winning Andre the Giant though, that was weird. Um, and then, yeah, the moment with the Rock. The Rock came out, and we had, we also had Michaels, Austin, and and that Foley. was. So, oh, I was sat there. I was just <laughs> shouting. There was three. The Wyatt family were all there, and the Rock was on his own. I'm like, beat him up. <laughs> it's three on one. Is, you Get clocked him. it. You clocked it though. The second the Rock was up there on the stage with the flamethrower, you were like, he's got his wrestling boots on. I was like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> when I sat there, just like, no, he doesn't. And then he whacked his pants off, and you were like, told you. <laughs> I'll never forget that though, because we would go to the bog and we were halfway oh, like we were so halfway was, to the concourse, and you're like, you hear if you smell, and we're like, oh my god, let's sprint back to the seats. We'd been sat down for like four and a half hours drinking, and it, we'd just been sat there, and like we weren't drunk, but you know, like we'd had like a large coke, and we'd all need the toilet, uh, and then it's just, ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and everybody was like. Yes, and just started walking out. But the second you heard, if you smell like the, it was like watching ants from a distance. It was like everybody filed back into their seats. Yeah, um, personally, the entrances were good while we were there live. Obviously, going radio rental for Michaels, yeah. Austin, and uh, Foley. Yeah, but the moment itself, I didn't like. Nah, like I'll, I'll never Cramming forget on it. the stars of today, having a bit of dancing and whatnot. Now. <laughs> Come on. Austin dropped them all with stunners, though. It's fine. <laughs> but I, that's the other thing I remember is, um, you know, like, I think it was Michael's music hit, then Foley's music, and then Austin's music hit. And I think we all just sort of blacked out for a moment. 
And about 15 seconds later, we were all just sort of came to on our feet, screaming as loud as we could. And we all sort of like looked at each other like, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about you, but looking at the card, the, hi- the true highlights are so few and far between. Even yeah. Chris Jericho defeating AJ Styles, that was a deflating one because you're thinking, oh... Styles is here finally. He's gonna get a big WrestleMania yeah. win, and then Jericho came and beat him up. Yeah, it's sort of a, it's a bit of a desert. This Mania, there's like you know tiny little rest stops here and there, which are fun and you know full of life, and then it's just arid for the rest. So, Shaq, oh Shaq God, turning Shaq. up in the battle royal. Do you remember when they were teasing that like him Big Show was going to be this huge thing? They were going to have a match. They were going to, and then nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. And how can we not mention, of course, the best wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon, jumping off the cell for the love of mankind, which we thankfully didn't hear as we were live in the arena. I'll never forget when we got back to the hotel and watched it back. For the love of mankind, as he's reading off the paper. And we all just went, oh, you're kidding. They don't help out Michael Cole, do they? Bless him. But I'm thinking WrestleMania 32, putting sentimentality to one side. Bearable? I think it's bearable. It's, it's bearable I mean, at best because the, the main event as well we were there and the booze oh. everyone everyone well not everyone 75% of the people at that Wrestlemania yeah. left so roughly 75,000 people were angry <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was I mean it, it was funny it must have been horrible but it was funny because when Roman got over the uh, I think when he when he won and then he got the belt I think he climbed over the barricade got his daughter and climbed back and celebrated with her up the ramp like holding the belt holding his daughter and you know that's nice like his daughter's always going to have that there's always going to be a picture of them and stuff but the crowd it was yeah. just the if you thought the booze were bad anyway the second he got his daughter it was just like nuclear it was like yeah I wonder what his daughter must have made about that I don't know it's like how do you explain to your kid that thinks you're a superhero that people hate you? Yeah. <laughs> it must be hard. Like. <laughs> so then we move on to the second WrestleMania we went to, Mr. Sam Driver. We went to WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. I love this WrestleMania. Do I you? love everything about it. Like, so last, like, there's a few songs that sort of have that sentimental value to me, but like... Um, my house from WrestleMania 32 because wherever we went in Dallas, it was playing. It was so, playing. Like, it was so annoying. I, whenever I hear it, I just like clicks and just sort of get a good memory of Dallas. And then Greenlight, like again, if I hear it, I just remember Florida. And it's it's just front to back. Like the the stage was amazing. It caught fire for Undertaker's entrance. The massive <laughs> ramp. The Hardy Boys returning. Yeah. Oh. Just I tell you what exception. though, green green light is I when WrestleMania season was happening, I hated that song. Yeah. But since then it has it, firmly become it, one of my favourites. It grows on you yeah. And I tell you what, one of the I think I don't think people don't remember this, but AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon was match of the night. It was class, yeah. Like it was it was genuinely a, a solid match. And it was it yeah. was before we were burnt out on Shane though, I think. This was when it was just this starting was, to yeah. happen. Yeah. This is when he was thinking, oh, I actually am the best professional wrestler in the world. I'm going to go... Because at this stage, it was like, I'll take on the people like AJ Styles, but yeah. oh, I'll get beat. I'll try and take on Kevin Owens inside Hell in a Cell, but oh, I'll get beat. 
and then all of a sudden he's beaten Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia and I, I'm thinking what the hell's going on, here, going on here I don't know if you've seen it but I'll, I'll have to send you it if not but uh, I saw yesterday some fan cam footage um, from the I think it was 1995 WWF Hall of Fame um, and Vince is there and he introduces Juanita he introduces uh, Linda he introduces Stephanie and then he's like and uh, and finally my son who uh, who has joined the World Wrestling Federation and is desperate to take over desperate to be the best like basically predicting <laughs> what's happening with Shane like he's just going to get in there and never leave <laughs> uh, I don't miss Shane McMahon at the minute anyway then we have Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. For um, I thought this was absolutely pitch perfect, yeah. wonderful stuff. Yeah. I loved that match, I even was, though it was like two minutes long. I was sad that I had to see Goldberg lose for the very first time I saw Goldberg wrestle, which was crap. But you know, it was a good match. Um, you had obviously the the just the the soul crushingly silent end to the Undertaker match because I that three. And then it was the the hat and everything in the ring. Nobody knew what was happening. I was just stood there like hands on my head. There's grown men around me crying their eyes out. And I'm just like... Oh, you could not get a bit emotional yeah, like, watching like, that. Just welling up because it's like, is this it? Is it done? And then like, uh, I had to like... When my mom like, the next day was like, how was it? How was it? I was like, I think Undertaker might retire. And she was like, what? And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the second perfect retirement he's had in his career so far. After the streak ended, and then that one, that was two, two perfect moments to go out, but he didn't. Yeah, um, but he's got he, he's got he's got two opportunities a year now in Saudi Arabia, as much as he wants. Yeah, but then we look at the the negatives on this card, and Chris Jer- Jericho versus Kevin Owens. We've all read the reports that this was going to be the Universal Title match, was it not? And then it was going to main event the show. I think and so. given the Given the storyline and the investment from everybody watching with obviously the Festival of Friendship and everything, it should have been. And the fact it was second on the card after such a good opening match as well, where everyone was sort of like, wow, shame up, man, shooting star press. And then you have to get up again for this big match you want to be invested in. But then it was just like, we had the one moment with Kevin Owens putting his finger on the rope. But outside of that, it was, it was a bit too yeah. soft for what the rivalry was. It should have been more... Yeah, Fists and we all were that just stuff sort of and... waiting for it to explode rather than... And it never did. Yeah, it never did. And Vince hated the match and like, there's yeah. that famous clip with, I think Owens is like, did, was that okay? And he's just like, no. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and then you look at the two women's matches on the card, they were both just big multi-women schmozzes, which you can't... Sometimes you can't get invested when the story's right, but this, I just think both matches were a case of let's get everybody on the card and let's see what they can do. Harley Boy's returning was fantastic. Sorry, what was it? There is like there is an element of excitement to that when you have like big multi-body matches, but it's like five, like five times. It's like you yeah. don't really need it this much. Like you make one big feature match like that that isn't on the pre-show. Have the battle royale and then have a big feature match like that with like ten people in it. Then lay off, <laughs> let it chill. Yeah. Then we had uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice, which after the, the build-up and Miz and Maurice just taking the piss out of Nikki and John, yeah. I was looking forward to this that match was... so much, and it just never got out of first gear. And then we had... Those the wonderful... promos, though, the promos with like <laughs> with John Cena, is like, come on, Nikki, backstage, and he just walks off with Maurice. Like... <laughs> and then we had The Proposal. And being there live, it was so weird because I'm thinking like, this is, is this real? It was real it life, real? wasn't it? Yeah, it, it's like, and I people think... are booing 
these two people <laughs> trying to be happy. I'm just like, just looking around like, nowhere. I know we don't like the push of John Cena, but you don't deserve happiness. Yeah, boo you, John Cena, being happy while I'm sat here with a beer in my hand. Don't give her what she wants, John. (laughs) It was so confusing. Like, just let them be happy for that one moment. But obviously, we know how that one turned out. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. That was okay, I guess, because we saw Stephanie go. Stephanie went through a table. Yeah, that was good. And the entrance wasn't that awful. You are That's our a... slaves. You are our minions. You will that do our year. bidding from the end. That was before. the year before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, we had at least a cool Triple H entrance here. That wasn't like all what, about his little Stephanie. tricycle. Yeah, it was better than it was better than uh, when he yeah when he was sat there and Stephanie was doing the whole Ghostbusters shtick. It was yeah weird. <laughs> And then the, probably the worst moment of the night, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt and the, oh. the holograms on the ring. It was with like... the worms and... Oh. I just remember it was silent. Like, people were bit, like burnt out by this point. It was a long day. Everybody was pretty much, like, like sunstroked out. Like, because it was belting down all day. And then, yeah, it was sort of anticipation hype and then the first time it happened and the lights went off and it was all projector everybody was like what and then every time it happened from that point it got quieter and quieter and all you could hear was you know how they mic up the ring so that yeah. the, the impact sound huge all you could hear was just that echoing around like 80,000 people just thump 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 and the lights had gone again boo yeah it was a tough one but you know I the moments. It's, does the good outweigh the bad? I think it does on this one. I think part. the good outweighs the bad on this one for sure. You've got yeah, a Mojo think... Rawley win on the pre-show. <laughs> You've got oh. Neville Austin Aries, which is the driving factor for Austin Aries leaving the company. Was it? Was that to do with the DVD stuff? Yeah, they, the they, I think they didn't even put them on the, the, the home video release, which is just no. a bit crap. Yeah, that's a little crap. 33, though. It's, is it all right or is it lovely, lovely, lovely? I'd argue for lovely, 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 but it's Let's probably Let's stick it in right. lovely, lovely. We'll stick it in the bottom of lovely, 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 yeah. and then we'll see how we go into it. Obviously, when we get to the end of this video, we're going to sort out that just about bearable tier. Yeah, because like because we need to do that. It's harder there's... to differentiate all the manias, so we're going to do all the big juicy ones and then go back to the gristle. Yes, we are the gristle. Yes. Oh. Then we move on to thirty-four, which off the top of the head, see. R- it, it was a really enjoyable WrestleMania. We weren't there, Ross. We weren't there in person, so it was crap. Now, um, <laughs> it was. like I, I remember quite a lot of moments happening in this one. Not all good. You had the Charlotte is ready for Asuka thing, which was just... I yeah, didn't make that sense was... to me. Asuka just being happy that she got beat. Yeah. Like, that was odd. But, you know, it was it was all right. We'll go, yeah, we'll go down the card. We have Rollins defeating The Miz and Finn Balor, which I remember being a really good, solid opening WrestleMania yeah. match. It was obviously a feel-good win because Rollins back then, believe it or not, didn't put his foot in his mouth every single time he did an interview outside of, you know, the storylines and whatnot. He was genuine, genuinely likeable. He was fantastic. He won that match. He was great. Charlotte Flair causing a shock by defeating Asuka, which Asuka, some might say, still hasn't really recovered from. Nah, the mystique's But just gone. get... I think she's now nah, she's getting there. She's been yeah. on. She's she's been the star of the self isolation era for oh, me God, in yeah, all of so in all of WWE. Um, Jinder Mahal 
won a fatal four-way for the United States Championship when Rusev Day was at its absolute pomp. How Rusev didn't win that match, I've got no because idea. Because Vince didn't come up with it. Bull bollocks, And because they you. wanted Rusev to be heel, and if people are chanting it, then no, you're not going to get what you want. Yeah, bastard. Then we had the match of the night, in my opinion, which yeah. was Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeating the authority of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie getting hers. That yeah, finally, finally. The, the wait was so worth it. Ronda Rousey proven, well, going beyond any expectations you could have of a fantastic yeah. match. Kurt Angle was good as well, yeah. but it was all about Ronda, wasn't all it? All about, about Ronda. Ronda. Yeah. Then we had the Bludgeon. I remember this being a really fun match as well. The Bludgeon Brothers defeating the Usos and the New Day in a triple threat tag team match. I miss the Bludgies. The big Bludgeon Brothers. Well, they're both <laughs> gone now, aren't they? Yeah. Bloody hell. Then we had that really weird stuff with The Undertaker and John Cena, how John Cena sat next to that pregnant lady. The Undertaker comes out that pregnant lady's womb. And then Undertaker <laughs> squashes John Cena in 2 minutes 45 seconds. <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought it was great. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was a bit rude. Uh, I, I guess it made sense because it felt like, oh, it's, it's, it's like breaking news. Cena needs to get backstage right now. But... He sprints clear up that ramp past Charlotte as she's celebrating. And Charlotte's like looking at him like, what are you doing? Like She's like trying to celebrate. And I think if you turned around and somebody's sprinting toward you, you'd think a fan had got over the barricade or something. You'd be like, what is this? But it was, you know, that whole thing, the thread running through the night and then ultimately Taker just doing him in. It was class. I loved it. Yeah, and then we go on a big uh, Daniel Bryan's big WrestleMania return as the team of Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And I don't think the match really mattered here. I think it was just more about seeing Daniel Bryan was, back in the wrestling ring, which is good to it. see, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and luckily, Shane McMahon didn't steal all the spotlight in that one. Then we had Nia Jax doing the right, the the the, the bully yeah. got one over on the sorry, the bully e the, the bullied. victim the victim the bullied got the one over on the on the bully until the bully then cashed in money in the bank on her and then yeah. all that went a bit wrong but it was a good moment nonetheless because Nia Jax but then again I liked her but then again I'm a fat bastard so yeah I, I think I was excited about Nia at this time as well like I think it was it was sort of I think it was the closest she'd come to having like a big sort of feud big sort of blow off storyline it was probably the biggest she'd been involved with so far but with Alexa Bliss just being the sort of schoolyard bully it was the right decision but it was just such a weird angle wasn't it it was relatable content there from the WWE then we had AJ Styles defeating Shinsuke Nakamura in a match that nah should have been like I, the thing is like you can you can go back and you can watch dream matches between the pair like you can watch the like encounters or whatever like between any two wrestlers where it's like oh they did this in this company they did that in that company we need to do it here in WWE it just you can't always guarantee it. Sometimes it's like lightning in a bottle. Sometimes it's like, you know, you can't quite have just the perfect conditions to make that match work. And having only 20 minutes, um, I think they could have made it into an epic. But this was around the time they were both obsessed with bollocks, wasn't it? So It was. That was... This entire Styles versus Nakamura yeah. feud, I can never remember it hitting the heights it probably should have. Yeah. I re- there was certainly one... Was it... 
I can't remember which match. There was certainly one match that was better than the rest, yeah. but I can't remember when that was. But this WrestleMania one was not it, I don't think. No, I don't think. Which I, is disappointing. I think but I remember Nakamura's, being disappointed by this one. Yeah. Nakamura's evidence was fantastic. Though, yeah. So we've got to give it that. Then we have Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeating Cesaro and Sheamus. And this is when Braun Strowman was probably at his peak. He had the air yeah. trying to murder Roman Reigns, where everyone sort of got on board with Braun Strowman and realised this guy's really good. And then it was like, for a few WrestleManias in a row there, it came to WrestleMania season and they ran out of ideas for Braun Strowman in yeah. terms of world world title scene. I think a big problem here with Braun is that uh, in today's wrestling scene, wrestlers are just really hard. That's their gimmick. And mm. like, it works for Braun because Braun is like a throwback. He's like a, a vintage 80s style, early 90s style brute. Like, he is big and he is tough. But when everybody else is like, well, I'm really good at kicking. I'm, I'm skilled in six martial arts. And you don't really have those big cartoony characters. It just sort of leaves him sticking out a bit like a sore thumb when he's the only one doing crazy stuff. And then they do all the crazy stuff with him quickly because everybody loves it. And then there's nothing left for them to do. And it's just sort of like they've run out of ideas. The envelope's empty and they're just like, eh, go out there and wrestle with a nine-year-old. Yeah, there's only so many memes that can go around. Um, and then we move on to the main event, which was everyone thought it was a foregone conclusion. There was all the rumours of Brock Lesnar leaving the company at the time. Yeah. He's going to lose to Roman Reigns. Finally, after so many years, Roman's going to get his big win over Brock on WrestleMania. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Brock turns Roman from the big dog into Gromit off of Wallace and Gromit when he gets the jam in the face, makes him bleed his own blood very profusely, and then beats him, which was a big shock and a wonderful way to end WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Um, was this the match where Lesnar got hot with Vince afterwards? The rumour was going around that he threw the belt or something? I think it was videoed, wasn't it, when he yeah. was walking backstage? He, um, he threw the belt at Vince. Yeah. And then it's like that, and then... It was just, you know, it was all right. It was just, I was really expecting Lesnar to have left, but it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, but what are you thinking for this tier record? I think there's a lot lot to enjoy for WrestleMania 34. <laughs> I think it's, uh, yeah, it's got like all the right little pit stops. I remember us all watching it and having a whale of a time as well. Yeah. So I think this goes in lovely, lovely, lovely. I, I think towards the top of lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. And then we move on, of course, to WrestleMania 35 in the shadows of New York City. Oh, give me what I want. That's my main memory from this without looking at the card. Yeah. Um, other than that, I remember the big, awful stage. Yeah, boring. Oh, <laughs> just terrible. Um, you have the Iconics win, which apparently spawned a load of backstage rumours and rumblings uh, of, of that weren't, people weren't true, were they? that they lost. No. Uh, <laughs> it's... You know, Braun Strowman, Colin Joss, the Saturday Night Live stuff, the therapist. That was, they played their role well yeah. there, bloody Michael and Colin. All fair yeah. play to Michael and Colin. Um, so let's look at the main card, shall we? Because we had also Carmella winning the Women's Battle Royal and big Tony Nice defeating Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. That's a weird yep. thing to say, isn't it? Uh, we had Rollins, obviously, when Rollins was the big baby face in the company coming out. Well, no, it was Heyman who interrupted Hulk Hogan, who didn't know where he was. It was a bit, yeah, because you had Alexa Bliss who went reduced Hogan, who sort of it reduced Heyman, but didn't it reduce him? It was like a, a throng of characters just came out. 
There's just that lovely shot where Ho- they're shooting Hogan from sort of from the side and behind, and you see yeah. the name of the stadium, and then Hogan gets it wrong. Fantastic. Oh yeah, we're here at the MetLife Center, <laughs> right there, MetLife Stadium. <laughs> but Rollins obviously got the big. It only went two minutes thirty, but it was the big win we all wanted. We were all behind Rollins, wanting him to win. Yeah. The Universal Championship and against this way, tyrant. What yeah. a way to kick off a show. Like, with yeah. Heyman just coming out, it's like, if we're not going on last, we're going on first and getting out of here, let's go right now. And it was like... Yeah. And then we had AJ Styles defeating Randy Orton in a methodical wrestling match, as far as I can remember, which nobody inside the arena saw because they were blinded by the lights. Yeah. Oh, God. Light gate. Yeah. We had that at Wrestle. Did you have it at WrestleMania 33? I had it at WrestleMania no, 33. No, I was I was lucky enough that we were sort of in one of the darker spots on the edge. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was. I I don't know why. Like I get why they do it because it adds depth. It's not like having everything bright and white and lit up. So it looks a bit more dramatic. It gives you that bit of depth when you see like these like lights just shining across all the sea of faces, and you can make it all color themed. But like. Nah, during the matches, you do suffer. Turn them off. You do suffer. It's horrible. Yeah, we had this massive blue one. We couldn't see. I think it was the first the Raw Women's Championship match. We just didn't see any of it. It's just this massive blue light. We were like up the tier. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Anyway, we move on to the Usos defeating Alistair Black and Ricochet. Random NXT tag teams. Yay, Gargano and Champa <laughs> teaming up. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. That was a tag team and the Bar. Which I remember being a fun match for yeah. 10 minutes, what it was. I mean, look at the names involved, it's going to be great. You just reminded me there of, of that, like, the, the mishmash NXT call-ups when we're in the middle of the hottest feud ever in NXT and Triple H is like, and DIY will be in action, and they're all mates. It's like, what's going on? Absolutely scandalous, that. Pissed away 18 months, <laughs> two years of storytelling there. But I remember that one particular thing in that matchup was uh, Cesaro and Ricochet doing some sort of spinny thing for about five minutes at last yeah. it was amazing then we had one of the matches of the night we had Shane McMahon defeating oh, the Miz brilliant. George Miz Just... with one of the Wrestlemania moments of all time uh, obviously the superplex off the top of the yeah. scaffold and thing it was, I thought it was a really fun match I liked the ending as well I liked that the superplex like obviously wiped them both out and it was just a like an accidental pin I loved that yeah um, but yeah it was I, I'm all for ridiculous stuff like that like I I want more brawling around the like the uh, mezzanine levels and you know popcorn stands and merch tables. And I want that sort of stuff back. So this for me was a nice little throwback. I just remembered there, Shane McMahon taking a bump on top of a golf cart. It was so yeah, bad. it was just a thud, wasn't it? It, was, it didn't even give way. They didn't like hit it, and they slipped off. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. he slipped. Yeah, from a double whammy. Uh, and then we move on to the as you said before the iconics. Winning the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Kofi Kingston getting his big oh, WrestleMania win. It was unbelievable. What a moment. Uh, Samoa Joe defeating Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship in one minute, which I cannot remember in the slightest. It was quick. Did did somebody get injured? I think did Rey possibly get injured or Joe get injured in the match? It Maybe. was super quick. Or was it just a mega squash? I cannot remember this match for the life of me. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre in a match that I remember being okay. Yeah, not not one of the big ones of the night. This uh, is but... before they really threw the the petrol on the the Drew fire, though, wasn't it? Yeah, they'd, sort of, they'd done it a little bit for NXT, and he was huge comeback, and then they sort of brought him up to the main roster again, and he just sort of hung about a bit, and now we're finally getting that to payoff be fair, with him. But up until that point, I think he was he was holding down Raw, wasn't he? It was him and Ziggler and Rollins yeah. and 
whoever else was on Rollins' side, I can't remember. Then we had uh, Triple H defeating Batista. Oh, what a match. All kinds of silly bollocks. It was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic way for Batista to retire. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle in a match that nobody wanted to see. But I guess when you're looking from a business standpoint, you've got this new heel defeating an established name. It works. It works. Like I'm a supporter of Corbin. I... I like how much he doesn't care. I like how he wants to be a classic heel. I do appreciate it, but I sort of think Kurt should have gone out with a stronger match. Yeah, so do I. Uh, then we had the demon Finn Balor defeating Bobby Lashley. I don't uh, even remember that. <laughs> we had Finn. We had normal Finn Balor at the Rumble. Yeah. Challenging Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Well, you know, yeah. why would you not bring out the unbeatable demon character? But no, Bobby holds out. Uh, sorry, Finn holds out here for an Intercontinental Championship match against Bobby Lashley, where he brings out the unbeatable <laughs> Demon. Why did Finn not want the Universal Title anyway? This is, it's the on. thing with the Demon. I've said it, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I think he should have a different finish, and he should have a little bit more of an aggressive yeah. move set. And I think in this match, actually, he was a little bit more aggressive and stuff. But I think it should be like a completely different thing, like when Liger's mask gets ripped off and he just starts spitting, and it's great. But I remember Lashley looking scarier than Balor because Lashley had some contacts and he looked absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Have you seen that video of Lashley going around on Twitter recently of him getting a, a hammer up the taint? What? Oh, Sam, go on then. Um, Rusev quoted it. It's literally, he's getting an old body massage, is Bobby Lashley. And this guy's got like a chisel and a big off like, yeah, hammer. Yeah, a big hammer. And he just puts it on his taint and goes boop, 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 boop. It's incredible. On his taint? On his taint. Or his gooch, as some might know it as. The spot between the balls and the butthole. His grundle. (laughs) (laughs) And then, obviously, finally, at WrestleMania 35, we have the first ever all-women's main event match, which, at the end of an eight-hour show, had no chance of really succeeding, did it? But the abiding memory for me was the the botched finish, which was a massive shame. Yeah, and it's it's such a, a, a crap thing to happen on such a momentous occasion but this match for me was sort of proof that Mania needs to be two nights because yeah. it's if you split it into two four hour shows two three and a half hour shows it's a lot better and a lot more bearable and you'll make a lot more money with ticket sales but mm. it's yeah this was I just sort of was zoned out for so much of the match trying to stay focused because it was just knackered it was yeah. like it would have been approaching 6am by the time it had bloody finished I know and it's a, it's a shame because going into that Wrestlemania I don't know about you but for me personally I was most invested in this match after yeah. the storyline of Charlotte Flair being put in there by Vince McMahon the hoof from <laughs> Charlotte no who did Ronda yeah Charlotte need Ronda in the head yeah. when Charlotte, uh, Ronda was out the, the car window like a little like a little terrier yapping away yeah. a fantastic moment and obviously Becky Lynch was unbelievable back then as well Um. 35, where does this one go? I think it's, I a, think it's a solid, it's a, solid mania, this. It's at least a lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, I'd say... It's just the length. The length is the big drawback. Let's look at the, the card for major lowlights. Styles Orton maybe didn't hit the heights it should have. Yeah. The tag, uh, More lowlights. Roman Drew maybe could have been better, but is this in the best? Oh, it's so hard. I... The bottom of the best? Top of lovely, lovely, lovely. It's in that area. It's top of lovely, 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 I think. Let's go top of lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely. Oh, can't work me mouse. Let's go top of lovely, lovely for 35. And then we get on to Sam somewhere 
Well, I reckon we're going to fall out. Right, okay. I know we're going to fall out over one thing. WrestleMania 36, which given the circumstances, I personally think was an absolute success. Oh, yeah. Like, like considering everything that's going on in the world, like this managed to deliver two nights of full entertainment, and it was solid. It was just great. Like, for a show that has no fans, minimal staff, like, it was, it was handled so well. Nine matches on night one, which is it's a lovely... It was only three, like four and a half hours, I think, from start yeah. of kickoff show until end of main card. A lovely length of WrestleMania nights. It's, it needs to be two nights every year going on. Yeah, I think it will be here, moving forward because New Japan does the same with Wrestle Kingdom now. Yeah, Triple H wants it done as well, didn't yeah. he? I think he said in the press recently. But we had the dark, well, the pre-show match. Cesaro defeating Drew Gulak, which was, it was fine for four minutes, 25. There was a couple of good moments. Cesaro won by a, a no-hand airplane spin, didn't he? Unbelievable so. scene. I remember, I remember watching him just... Then we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeating the Kabuki Warriors for the Women's Tag Team Championships, which was it was good as far as I yeah, I think I think it was necessary as well. The Kabuki Warriors have been great with the belts, but we need a star actually defending them across all three brands and and, and utilizing that because these belts mean nothing otherwise. No. Then we had Elias defeating King Corbin in a match that nobody cared about. Hey, what do you want about King Corbin? Nelly killed him. Did you hear that thud? Yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? We had King Corbin, who should have been in jail, and then Elias, who should have been in hospital. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch shocked the world by defeating Shayna Baszler, which yeah. confirmed in my mind that Vince McMahon doesn't understand Shayna Baszler. Yeah, like, there was some great spots as well. I remember, like, a lot of... She does, like, the hangman chokes and stuff, which was really cool. But, yeah, like, Shayna's... It's, it's like Asuka, you just don't mess it up. It's just like really, really, really build her as like a monster, bully, horrible, like she's vicious and she's she's worse than Asuka in that respect because she's trained to maul you. She's like MMA background. She could kill you with her bare hands. And yeah. so you don't ever want to tread too heavily on her. But then just having a steamrolled over, it was like, it was a good match, but having Becky just straight through her, I think that removes a lot of the mystique with Shayna. Yeah, and it, the way she got beat as well as the way she's been beaten so many times before, which just sort yeah. of, uh, yeah. But uh, how, who's Becky feuding with now? I've got no idea. I I couldn't tell you. I, I watch I'm, every I'm, single role. I'm, I'm down. I cover SmackDown, so I, I've only got enough space up here for that. <laughs> I don't know what, what day it is, Sam. Then we had Sami Zayn running away from Daniel Bryan this, this for a long was time. Great. I love. Yeah, that. yeah, I enjoyed this match as well. Then we had what might have been well apart from the main event what was the, the best match inside the arena which was John yeah. Morrison Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston absolutely fantastic John Morrison is not human he's not a human man no he hasn't aged at all it's, it's no. nuts <laughs> the stuff he was di- I think there was a moment where he walked across the top rope with no hands and did a rope, Spanish yeah. fly my god what a man then yeah. we had Kevin Owens defeating Seth Rollins Kevin Owens finally getting that Wrestlemania moment he definitely never had before by oh. jumping off the sign oh. the only time they'll ever be able to do that sign spot without resulting in death which I'm so happy they did it yeah um, great I thought it was a, a fine match and Rollins getting beat twice as well was yeah, just good that was great <laughs> then we had Braun Strowman defeating Goldberg in one of the best two minute matches I've ever seen I think this was it was so necessary I think puts a final full stop on that uh, and yeah for for a quick ass match it was very good it's just a shame this match didn't happen at Wrestlemania 34 when yeah. everyone was on the 
the, the Strowman Express, whatever that t-shirt says that they ripped off from the Tamiya train. <laughs> Bastards. Um, and then we had the contentious one, which isn't contentious in my mind, because it was yeah. just a, a cinematic achievement of the highest order, it's, Sam. For me, it's like, <laughs> I, I understand why people like it. Like it, It's just very much the same with what I, I've sort of felt about some of the broken stuff, was that if, you, if you're going to go all out on that sort of stuff... Um, either shoot it like like don't overshoot because it just it felt like really covered from every angle which and it felt like a TV show which I guess it had to do it had to feel like you know a dramatised thing there were no cameras there type deal but I always preferred stuff like this with where it would be as if WWF's just like WWF WWE's just heard like you know oh uh you know like he's gonna fight him in the car park quickly get a camera there I always preferred like that sort of like running and gunning style shooting because then it feels like you're actually covering a real fight it's just like my personal taste preference really I understand why people loved it and it was full of like cheesy one liners and explosions it was just, just wasn't really for me but I'm here to tell you Sam that even though it's your personal preference you are wrong <laughs> well, and your it. opinion is wrong because that's it, the way wrestling works I put it on you Twitter. can't like something other people don't like and vice versa but I put it on Twitter <laughs> and then I had to very quickly clarify underneath I was like it, it's just my taste like I, I, I understand it's good it's cool everybody likes it but like for me man with that hand sticking out at the end I was like this is just nah this is too much for me and this is sort of where I'd step off the ride for a little bit and just have a chill but <laughs> but the amazing thing is AJ Styles has since returned to Twitch he hasn't died I, yeah it's, it's amazing I want to know how he survived maybe we yeah can, so do I maybe we can do Buried Alive for you again <laughs> no no thank you uh, then we move on to night two uh, the pre-show match was Liv Morgan defeating Natalia, which was nothing really, uh, yeah. but the right person won. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley. Another big shock for one of the women's titles after Becky defeating Shayna. I was really upset about this one because I thought yeah. Rhea was going to like mow through her. And then there was those rumours well, that came out that Rhea's visa had run out or something. Wasn't like a proven to be wrong. This was sort of um, the crack was apparently that so. I, I picked Charlotte going into this one because I just had a bad feeling that this was going to happen. But, like, I just... Throughout that match, Rhea was just great. She was solid. And then, yeah, I think it was, like, the day after uh, it had come out, oh, like, her working visa's expired. And then everybody was like, oh, lol, WWE, how can you let a working visa expire? And it was like, well, working visas are on the worker. They're not on the company. Mm. Um, but then I think that's all been proven false. And I, I just it's one of those things when rumours and wrestling and nuts yeah and uh, uh, th that match could have made event in an NWA pay-per-view back in the 1980s as yeah. far as I recall yeah. like, it was just like proper old fashioned a proper throwback match but I hope Rhea Ripley's voice box has recovered because yeah. yeah. she screamed was... all the way through <laughs> I remember after that match I was like oh respite <laughs> it was like the next match was just silent it was just <laughs> Then we had Alistair Black defeating Bobby Lashley, and what was it? it was a good, it was a good match. Storyline tied in with Lana Town to do the spear when yeah, cost him Alistair match. Black was knocked out, and which made no sense. But there you go. Uh, there was a couple of good moments. I remember Bobby Lashley doing some moves on the floor. It was but, again. This was a match that with no storyline build whatsoever. This, this is a match that should have happened on Raw. It's it's uh, one of my favourite things in this match. It's just the look that he gives to uh, Lana. So like Lana's like, no, 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 spear, 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 and he goes like, he like rubs his nose I think and he just looks at her like good idea <laughs> it's, like, it's proper like cheesy 
And then we have the greatest WrestleMania oh. moment of all time is Otis Nexon with Mandy after defeating Dolph Ziggler. It's a shame that Otis and Ziggler are still going at it, still like in, like in a storyline together. Now yeah. on SmackDown, I would have liked that to have been the end and Otis move on to bigger and better things. But I am enjoying the, the little things Mandy and Otis are doing outside the ring, like working out with some bananas and going yeah. for a drive and stuff like that. It's all funny. I think if they if they can get some more mileage out of it, go for it, but don't do the WWE thing and run it into the ground and then have Mandy turn on him and then have it all like, I never liked you anyway, this was all a joke. Yeah. Like, that's all coming and the, we've just got to enjoy these next few months until we get to SummerSlam and it's just like, can this not end? Yeah. I tell you what though, it's bringing out the best in Sonya Deville. That, oh. promo, she, that promo she cut on Mandy last weekend? Yeah, weekend it before was, was so good. I think it was, yeah, weekend before when she's like, she's like crying nearly and she's telling her like, I've never had somebody like you and then she just turns and she's just like yeah. slagging her off. It was great. And then we had Edge defeating Randy Orton in a last man standing match that lasted for 36 minutes and 35 seconds. I wasn't standing after this one. <laughs> and I fully, un- I fully understand why it lasted that long because it's a war of attrition. It's yeah. a last man standing match of two old pros. But the issue was, it was the same thing for thirty six minutes and thirty five seconds: a kick and a punch, a hit with something, a kick and a punch, a hit with something, but just changed the background, but changed I, the scenery. I don't think it's so much on them. I think it's a big part of why this match felt like I wanted to rip my face off afterwards was commentary. And I get that like commentary have to react to monitors. They don't react to what they see in the ring. So like it's not as if they, oh, they've gone backstage. We don't know what they're doing. Like they're there because they just chime in going, oh, a lovely kick there from, from Randy. And then they'd like <laughs> pop off. And it was like golf. It was like I was just waiting for like a like nails him in the face and just a yeah. I I didn't get it. I was like, where are they? Why why aren't they talking? Why aren't they really selling this? And with Edge swearing at the referee, like there was so many good little moments. But yeah, you're right. It sort of felt like we went on a little tour of the performance center as if we were like trainee wrestlers getting a quick crash course in how to do like you know like hardcore wrestling backstage brawling it was like so you can come through this door punch him here do this and then we'll go next door into the boardroom and then I'll climb on the roof and I'll I'll jimmy onto this cage and then I'll drop an elbow on him and then we'll that go next weird, door that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I, it, yeah the right man won obviously but it was yeah. a, a bit of a slot to get through that one then we had the street profits defeating angel Garza and Austin Theory and I, did, I personally didn't like the way this match ended. It was a frog splash. I know it's Montez's finishing move, but it was a frog splash to the back of Austin Theory. Yeah. And then it, he got rolled up, and I, I thought it was a bit too... Six minutes and 20 seconds as well, I thought it was a bit... It could have been a lot more. Yeah, it was... Especially Austin Theory being so new. Yeah, it, it was one of those things where I guess, you know, it's like a personnel thing. It, it needed to happen, but, like, it felt so thrown together and it's none of those guys fault they all did their best with it and it was a pretty entertaining match it was just you know it was just one of those things where I I wasn't anticipating it would be placed like here on the card Yeah. maybe earlier it would have worked but nah and then we had one of the biggest injustices in Wrestlemania history as everyone in that <laughs> women's uh, Smackdown Championship match they teamed up on Tamina it's all right, though. She's going to get a revenge soon. She's got, she's got Bailey Sam, Man to rights. She followed me on Twitter last night. Did she? Yeah. 
I'm so elated. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, Bailey won. I loved the little tease with Sasha Banks, and then obviously Sasha came back round to help Bailey win. Yeah. That when that kicks off at SummerSlam and just falls apart, it's going to be fantastic. And I, yeah. I hope they wrestle like Sean and Triple H did for like two two solid years. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's one of those things. I I want it to be a, a proper nasty blow off. Every match, single cause, stipulation cause going. Every just single every single time Bailey's just thrown Sasha under the bus and it's just like Sasha's now aware of it because you saw last week she was like so it's like yeah do you see that Instagram (laughs) do you see that Instagram post no might as well discuss it after uh, last week's Smackdown Sasha put on Instagram and she tagged Bailey as some account that was like dead bitch or something (laughs) it's little little things like that (laughs) But then Amazing. we move on to, I don't know what you thought about this one. I think you must have loved it. The Fiend against I, John Cena. I like Cena. this one. Yeah. So this one for me, it, it were, everybody was like, well, how could you like this and not like the the, uh, the Boneyard one? And I think this works because for me, Firefly Funhouse is already a TV show. So it's already this universe where anything can happen. It's already a bit mental. And if you're allowed to permit that to exist... Like which we do because we all love the fiend, we all love Firefly Funhouse, we love all of that. It's like if you allow that to exist, then you've got to accept that it's strange and Bray has full control over it. And showing Cena's career and deconstructing it bit by bit as Bray breaks him down and exposes Cena to himself and twists Cena's head to make him believe that he's a bad person and stuff. And then with the end with Cena disappearing, I hope Cena's stuck in the funhouse that's what I want to happen now is people get locked away in there and that's it they don't anytime it's a funhouse match it's it's not they're gone so you reckon that was a TV show we saw I think it's it's like because I still can't work out quite what it was I, I, it was fantastic and it, I just can't work I, just if, if someone to say to you what was that match what would you say so I'd, I'd explain that the funhouse exists and that the funhouse is Bray's little universe uh, and because of that, Bray can sort of control elements. And Cena is just a character on this show that Bray controls. So Bray can make Cena do whatever he wants, which is what he did there. He had full control over him. The second he stepped through that door, Cena sort of gave up his freedom. And bit by bit, Bray just played with his food, essentially. Just played with his food until the fiend popped up and took him. I just the final stretches of that match where they got Cena's promo and dubbed it over, and it yeah. turned out that Cena was speaking about yeah. himself. Oh, oh, it's just magical. That's breaking bad stuff. That. Yeah. Then we had Drew McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar. Oh, in you know it was a, it was a carbon copy of Braun and Goldberg, but I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can collate like it link those two matches together. Matter. First, first British yeah. champion. First British Drew's champion. champion. That's all I care about. Yeah. And then it's on the Wikipedia page. I don't. I think it's. I thought everybody was joking about this, and then I saw pictures, and I was like, "What?" I still do not understand why this just wasn't framed as this happened at the start of Raw. It's a Raw after WrestleMania <laughs> trope. The champions out there cutting a promo, and then out comes someone to challenge them, and they have an impromptu match. For some reason, after Drew beat Brock, Drew went backstage. And then Drew was given another entrance for an interview in the ring. And then the Big Show, the star of Netflix's Big Show show, of course, came out and challenged Drew for a match which they had. And for a second there, it looked like the Big Show was going to win. But he didn't. And Drew, after beating Brock Lesnar, obviously, 
beat the big show as well but yeah. that, why that didn't take place on Raw <laughs> is stupid could you imagine if show beat him and took the title in the dark the thing is the, with this with this Netflix thing I could imagine it with a promotion and whatnot. but there you go thankfully didn't and I think Wrestlemania 36 is one of the top two tiers yeah I, I genuinely argue to put it in the top I think it's, under the it's circumstances the best you've got I think it. we've had in about 10 years whoa <laughs> massive claim well you know Maybe not ten year, but it's the best menu we've had in a long time. Yeah, I've, 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 all credit to them—they pulled it out their asses with that one. So there we have it. There is our tier ranking for every single WrestleMania, Sam. And I might, we might as well go to this just about bearable tier. And yes, let's tie things up a bit. Because I think I've been thinking about this ever since. I've been a bit disjointed during the course of this film, and I reckon yeah. that wrestle because I've been thinking about this tier a lot. I've been looking at it and it's been looking at me back and I've been thinking, wow, we need Staring to break this up. Yeah. WrestleMania well, we, 11. Said, WrestleMania said, 11 yeah. needs to go in the bin, Sam, because I know Lawrence Taylor did okay, but that's yeah. not a WrestleMania main event, is it? WrestleMania 11, in the bin you go. No offence, right. Lawrence Taylor, but it's not worth you being a WrestleMania main event. And the rest of the card was absolutely pish. Yes. And Bob Backlund, right. the thing we didn't mention earlier was Bob Backlund making that very strange noise in that I quit match against Bret Hart. <laughs> Go back and listen to that one because I can't recreate it myself. WrestleMania 2 also needs to get in the bin for my money because it's, the, card it's a was, the card was split way too thin over the three yeah. nights. I think it was the Illinois one. They had a battle royal as their main event. Oh, imagine. It'd be like paying for tickets to Raw 25 at the Manhattan Center. Get all exactly. the sparks in one room <laughs> and then don't give them anything. And I'll tell you what, moving on, I think we've been a bit too harsh about WrestleMania 16, WrestleMania yeah. 2000. Uh, yeah, pff, dysfunctional Mania didn't do out for me, but Triple H winning is something I think we've overlooked a little bit there because it was the first time a heel won a WrestleMania main event. And at yeah. the time, I know everyone wanted Rock to win, but Triple H winning was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move it up to all right? Or I do think, we want I to think, leave it? In? I think all right. Because I think as well, we have to look at the ladder match, which I think changed wrestling forever, the way that went down. Yeah. And something we overlooked was Kane and Rikishi. Kane <laughs> and Rikishi were a tag team that was absolutely fantastic. And then obviously the stuff with Kurt Angle, I think we undersold when we initially discussed this yeah. one. The stuff with Kurt Angle was wrestling purist stuff. I think it's something there for everybody. I think WrestleMania 1, that should stay there. Yeah. Also, no, do, because I think, oh, the iconic moments... The body yeah. slam. Yeah. Uh, what else happened at WrestleMania 1? The main event, obviously. Then we had the, the, the opening match with Special Delivery Jones and King Kong Bundy, the big old squash. Does that yeah. deserve to be moved up? It's just the iconic moments. Have we been a bit too harsh? I don't know. It's sort of... I think if you leave the first one in the middle, because if, if it's in the middle, then it's a good starting point, isn't it? We'll put one because it was it was really hard to watch back, but I think the iconic yeah. moments and it, it, the, the importance it had on the wrestling industry as a whole. If that didn't work, yeah. we were buggered. Uh, we WrestleMania, be here yeah, I think WrestleMania four stays in just about bearable because the tournament. I think the, the tournament was had so like bad. the tournament had like fourteen people in it, but ultimately yeah. Macho Man won, which good. So I think <laughs> it sort of evens itself out in a way. Yeah. Five, one match card, as we said, the Mega Powers 
whatever they did, it explode, not implode, explode. as I sort of remembered yeah. it. <laughs> I think that was. I think that's fighting just about bearable because the rest of the card was a little bit. What? Yeah. WrestleMania six, I think, is pretty much the same thing. It was a one match card with Warrior and Hogan and their big match, and literally it was yeah. all about that, wasn't it? And nothing else. So I think. Well, that, that's because it was Hogan Mania, wasn't it, at the time? That yeah. Was, that was all it was. I think this was this was the first WrestleMania where Hogan wasn't standing tall at the end because obviously at WrestleMania, fa- uh, WrestleMania 4, sorry, with the tournament, Macho yeah. Man wins, but down comes Hogan, and it's Hogan, the camera's on Hogan all the time while Macho Man sort of stood there going, eh? I'm a champion. Put the camera on me. Yeah. Uh, and I think eight. I think we've been a bit too harsh on. Really? Do you reckon we've been a bit too harsh? Because you look at Piper versus Hart and Savage Savage versus Flair, and they were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We can look at Papa Shango all we want, but I think eight, we can move up to all right just because of those two matches. Piper versus yeah. Hart and Flair versus um, Savage, I think they were both fantastic. You can yeah. say what you want about, like, we're not getting the matches that we wanted with everyone wanting Hogan versus Flair, didn't they, at this one, but it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, and then... Do you want to move on to the next? So we've got in the bin, 9, 27, 11, and 2. Is right. that all right with you? Yeah. Is that all right with you? Uh, yeah. And then just about bearable, I think we're going to settle on 4, 5, 6, 29, and 32. I think yeah. that is more than fair enough. So WrestleMania 22, Sam. WrestleMania 22, we had Triple H and Cena, Vince and Michaels, Edge and Foley. They were all good. Maybe we've been a bit too harsh on this one as well. Ooh, yeah. I'd maybe bump that maybe. up. Should we bump it up? This is fantastic. What were we thinking? People are going to be like watching the start of this video and so thinking, angry, what, the, yeah. what the hell are these two idiots talking about? And then we're sat here at the end, writing our wrongs. What have I got written down here? Um, 14 stays. Yeah. 23. There's not really anything jumps out there. Nah, 23. Four, I think 14 stays. Obviously, 14 was. Um, Austin's birth is the Austin era, but yeah. I think it stays in all right. 23, we might have been a bit too harsh on. After the battle, I don't know what you thought, of the, I can't remember what you said about the Battle of the Billionaires. Did you, were you a fan? I wasn't really that bothered. I just, because for me, Lashley's first run, he's just so generic. Like, there was nothing really there for me to to be interested in. Like, it was, it was a cool little feud and stuff, and Donald Trump wasn't the worst human being alive at the time. And, like, it was sort of entertaining. It was like a new concept and it was fun. But I don't know. It was fun to see Vince Ball. So Yeah, that's know. the thing, is it? WrestleMania moment, big time there. Yeah. And then I think we've, we undersold uh, Shawn Michaels and John Cena's match, which was absolutely fun. It was, you know, maybe the third best <laughs> match of Cena's career when you look at that match he had with Michaels on Raw yeah. and then the match he had with Styles at the 2017 Royal Rumble. And then Undertaker and Batista... Two big bastards. I'm moving it up, me. Yeah, I enjoy I WrestleMania it to it. The bottom are lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, where do we go next? Uh, ten. I think we need to move ten up as well. Really? Do you reckon? I Brett and Owen. And Brett then Sean Reigns. Uh, what were we thinking? Yeah. Brett Owen. Let's move it up to lovely, lovely, Brett lovely. Sean Razor. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I think we need to move 24 up as well, Sam. <laughs> 24, right. we had Edge and Undertaker, which uh, it's... I, it's, I love that match and then obviously the retirement yeah. well the retirement of Ric Flair other stuff like JBL and the trash can do you reckon we move it up or do you reckon it stays in alright 
Is that? I thought that would have been a lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, put that. Move that's that put, that's lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven. I think seven should stay because it, all, it was all about America and Hulk Hogan taking on Sergeant yeah, Slaughter and the evil Sergeant think, Slaughter. Yeah. Uh, thirteen. I think thirteen probably stays. Yeah. It all right. Thirteen. It's 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 just a sort of average show in it. It's just, it is bang average, and I think that's the yeah. very definition of all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, one match show, but that match was Austin versus Hart, wasn't it? So yeah, you could look at the the main event left a sour taste in my mouth with Shawn Michaels crapping all over it and whatnot. <laughs> uh, where else are we going? And then fifteen Russo Mania. Do we have we overstilled that one a bit? Should we move that one down? I think Russo Mania, yeah, can probably stand to drop a bit because it's it's entertaining, but it's sort of, you know, it's it's too much. Yeah, we saw a man getting hanged for goodness sake, and Austin yeah. versus Rock that was overbooked, overbooked so much, and it was the the weakest of all the the three big pay per view matches they had. Yeah. Uh, where are we going? So we have our new lovely, lovely, lovely tier, Sam. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think uh, 35 very much deserved 34 very much deserved 3 it could move up with the best but I think it's it's pretty much I think it's yeah. lovely 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 is probably the best uh, best tier for it uh, 12 might have to move down because yes we had Brett versus Sean and we did like it and yes we had Undertaker yeah. versus Diesel which up until that point was Undertaker's best Wrestlemania matchup but up outside of that other is than that, that it's, yeah shifted down what? We'll shift it down to all right because I don't. I think there's some of the other WrestleManias that we've ranked higher that aren't uh, ranked lower that are better than us. That'll make yeah. more sense. Then we had 21, which I think is very much deserved to be in there. Then we have 33, 24, 22, 23, and 10. I think that's a, a pretty much yeah, a pretty much solid, fair. lovely, lovely, lovely tier. And then we have 17, the best of all time. 19, the second best of all time. 20, 18, 30, 31, and 36. I hope. People have watched to the end of this year tier ranking. <laughs> to see if they us haven't, just... I might I might request that we put a little PSA in right at the start. Just clip this in the intro, Sam. Hello everybody, this is Ross from the end of the video, and this is Sam from the end of the video. <laughs> We've changed the order completely from what we discuss right at the start of the video. So if you're gonna lose interest at the start of the video, come back to the end because we've sorted everything out. It's all fine. <laughs> we've done some research and everything. All the best to you. Clip that in, will you? <laughs> so there we have our tier ranking for WrestleManias up and down the history of the WWE. As my camera has 50 seconds remaining, Sam. Any oh, closing thoughts? Oh, my battery's thoughts? about to go. Ooh. Any? Oh. oh it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, any, any closing, closing thoughts? Jesus, this has been a long one. A lot of reading yes, up on this has. one. Yes, it has. Can we do a super simple one next? <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. I think next week, as I'm sat here right now, although plans might change, might I'm going to do... They might change, so I don't know what... I'll say anyway. We're going to try and do Cultaholic Punishments with Adam Pacitti. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll bet your snake one goes in the top tier for me. <laughs> anyway, I've been Ross Twardell or Gary, whatever that shtick is, I don't know anymore. Whatever, Ross, Sam, we've been doing WrestleManias. We've completely changed the script... <laughs> From what we discussed earlier on, I hope you agree. Bye-bye! See you later. <laughs> the camera's about to run out. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 